We Speak English Good has expanded to WSEG TV only on Twitch. Every Monday at 1 p.m. and Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I will be going live and direct with guests. I have live looping, improvised music stuff and games prizes and more go to twitch.tv slash we speak english good and tune in also go to modedstudios.com m-o-d-e-d-s-t-u-d-i-o-s.com check out the latest and greatest from this fully embroidered patches and apparel online store actually the latest one is my favorite which is a maga hat with blm spray painted graffitied over it you gotta go check it out it's amazing i put it up on my facebook these hats are selling like hot cakes go check it out for yourself modedstudios.com now on with the show
latest single from our guest today, Matt Suarez, titled Waiting Up. It is available now on all streaming platforms. Go get yourself some. Hey gang, welcome back to another episode of the We Speak English Good podcast. Today's guest is Mr. Matt Suarez and Caleb MCI. Uh, Matt is a singer-songwriter. He's been on the show before. Uh, it's been a couple years, but uh, Matt's been on the show before. He is just uh, a fantastic human being, uh, smart as the dickens, and uh, uh, he's just one of those dudes who, who travels around playing his guitar and, and entertaining people, and that's his whole life. And he was able to buy a house for his mother through it, and then this fucking pandemic, and then Twitch. And then now he's killing it. So um, you don't even need to listen to the podcast because I just gave you the whole podcast. <laughs> JK. Uh, no, please listen to the podcast. It's actually a really great conversation. We go heavy. and um, But, you know, that that's the nature of the environment we're living in these days is, is, is heavy as shit. And if we don't talk about it, we're, we're doomed to just live in it forever. So, anyways, besides that weird little sidebar, um, that's coming up here in just a moment. But first, go to WeSpeakEnglishGood.com. Check it out, man. I, I, I redesigned it a couple months back. It, it, it's much more better. It's much more better -er. Uh, also, check out RainaMystique.com, R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com, and find out what she's doing next, which is just Twitch. She's just doing Twitch. And, and teach you lessons. Uh, we, we have a song to release, but she just doesn't want to release it yet. I don't know why. That's okay. That's her. Um, but she does stream 
And actually, she's changing her schedule, which is it was Tuesdays, Thursdays, 8 a.m. and Sundays at 8 p.m. The Tuesdays and Thursdays are going to stay the same, but the, but she's going to switch Sunday for Saturday. Um, the community she's building is really cool, and it's mostly overseas, which is really fun. Um, uh, and, and she wanted to make a day that could include her community, her overseas community. So we're switching, sun, uh, switching out Sundays for Saturdays, and um, we're excited to, to get at it. Uh, so stop by, hang out, get on Twitch. I keep telling y'all every week, get on Twitch, get on Twitch. You don't know what you're missing out on. Uh, but uh, anyways, so you can also find me on Twitch on Mondays and Fridays, Mondays at 1 p.m. and Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, <clears throat> this Friday, we are, I think I'm going to have the Risky Biscuits band. I don't know. We're, we're still working out the details, uh, but we'll figure it out. I'm pretty sure we'll have a guest for Friday. Uh, if not, we'll figure it out. We'll just figure it out. Anyways, um, so twitch.tv slash we speak English good dot um, and then Raina Mystique for Raina it's twitch.tv slash Raina Mystique. Okay, what else we got? Okay, like, subscribe, review, like us on Facebook, like us on Instagram, Twitter, the whole thing, Discord, like us. It it it, it, it helps. Social media helps. Uh, subscribe. Subscribe to us on iTunes, YouTube, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcast. You can subscribe on Twitch, but that'll cost you a few dollars, but that's okay. It goes to a good cause, me. <laughs> uh, and you can also go ahead and review. Now, leave a review. This is the important part. Leave a review uh, on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, anywhere you can, you can leave a review. It helps us to be found so if you like this podcast and you want to see us grow leaving reviews is so important for all of this so please go leave a review say a few nice words or just click the five stars it's up to you um but it helps it helps us a lot so okay guys that's enough out of me let's jump on over to matt suarez and caleb mci and let's fucking party But no, the, the, the technical difficulties involved with doing this and, and the, the shit that you got to learn, it's almost like you got to become sort of like an engineer and you got to learn. And it's not like it's all spelled out for you either. Like you got to watch one YouTube video, watch another YouTube video. You got to read a fucking Reddit thing. You know, like you got, yeah. it's just, and then you got to put it all together and sort of make it fit where you're at. Matt, how was that experience for you when you first started getting into Twitch? I mean, <laughs> I, I didn't know a damn thing about any of this stuff. And so uh, this is literally, I mean, I'm just learning it as I go continuously. As you can see, uh, the, inter the internet and this technology just decides to do whatever it wants to sometimes. And, and then, you know, you'll be in an experience streaming or what have you. And then all of a sudden a driver failed and you and you don't even you don't even know what a driver is <laughs> you just you just you roll with it you know what i mean you just 
It's continuous. Yeah. All of it. Yeah, man. And and like you'll be going through um you you'll be going through all the troubleshooting shit. You'll be Googling shit. It and like I, I've started like six hours before I had to start streaming and I'm still like five minutes to the to the time, you know, to the our set time and I'm still like sweating it out like, oh my god, <laughs> it's fucking bananas. Um, <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm killing it for Raina Mystique. Yeah. Ah, your face, Mike. <laughs> I know. No, Raina. <laughs> Raina likes to. Raina likes to put rub it in my face that she has. Um, that her stream is real easy because I have a fucking green screen. I have like, especially my live loop sessions are just like all of my equipment just crammed into the studio, and then me just doing what. I mean, it takes me hours and hours. Meanwhile. Raina just has her fucking ukulele and a little bit of reverb, and she's fucking good to go. You know what I'm saying? Like it's killing you, bro. <laughs> she, she is fucking murdering you right now. This thing is killing me right now because I have no clue why it's utilizing my. Do you want to go my GoPro as a damn camera? That's a good. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, you can. This is so can, wild. You can hook your cell phone up as a cam. Uh, you can use. A camera, uh, a DSLR or or mirrorless setup as a as a cam, and yeah, it gets it goes deep, dude. It goes so fucking deep. It, it it's so weird how you can. It's so weird too because uh, how you're finding these Twitch stars who are like Twitch stars, but then um, they but but they're like social medias are like they only got like 1,200 followers or and like their YouTube is like you know 10 views on their videos and like numbers could be like off. So like you're popular on Twitch, right? But then you have like 50 Instagram followers, yeah, a thousand YouTube followers, and like your MySpace is off the hook, like 10,000 MySpace followers. Yeah, that's crazy how things just don't relate because it's different demographics, I guess, right? Well, yeah, with with well, like Twitch is uh, the great thing about Twitch is is that it's this platform that's built for this, this for live streaming for pe so people come here and and they know it's like I'm gonna go see, hang out with my friend or right, hang out right. with this musician or hang out with this gamer. Okay. Um, like, yeah, I didn't know what Twitch was like so Twitch is more so people like I know this is live streaming. Well, IG is like well, we see pictures. And maybe videos, and maybe a live stream, and maybe right. a business account. Okay, right, right. right. It, it, same thing with Facebook, because and even in fact, Facebook just uh, bought out that other um, streaming company, and they um, and they incorporated it as Facebook Gaming. So they they are starting a whole streaming um, sub category. So you ever think about this one stream Pornhub Live? Well, I, you know, I think, yeah, Twitch is growing fast. Thank you, Will, for sure. Um, tw Pornhub Live, you, what was the, oh, the, do you remember that comedian Wheeler Walker Jr.? Or he's a singer, he's like a country singer, and like he premiered his video on Pornhub. Cause, that's that's cause great it, idea. Because it's a comedy, he's a comedy singer, he's a comedy country singer, and he, um, and he had this, you know, he sings dirty about dirty stuff. He's he's talking about, you know, from A to P or whatever. Uh, right. A to P, Jesus. <laughs> but um, so he he put it on Pornhub and like he went on Joe Rogan and put it on Pornhub and all of a sudden he had a career, you know. And before that he was just some comedian who was sort of struggling. 
and then he had this idea and it worked um but it, but it's just interesting it's an interesting platform that's sort of growing and and um i was talking to these streamers called uh, their name is the fantastic plastic matt can you hear me by the way i i hope I'm i can not... i can i can hear you fine okay. I, i'm just i'm in the rabbit hole of trying to figure out okay. why the hell this camera is doing what it's doing and it's kind of driving me nuts right now no i understand man i i, I completely understand and if you want to just do a, a, a phone call if this is gonna you know, if, if it gets too, if we go too long where it's just out of control, we could just, you know, cut your camera and you can just talk to us on the phone or something. But uh, we're holding out for Matt because I, I think I think most people are holding out for Matt right now. We're holding out for you, Matt. Uh, I'm I'm trying. No, I know, man. It, it it's just it's such a it's again it's way more complicated than it should be. But we're also trying to transmit like fucking 1080p hd we're trying to deliver the best sound we're trying to deliver all this shit and so it takes a lot of bandwidth man it takes a lot of bandwidth and balls and willow had it right it takes a lot of balls to get in front of a camera and sweat like i do uh but but yeah man what i'm sweating yeah sweaty baloney (laughs) oh boy <laughs> yeah, Matt is just being bashful. Uh, no, but but I was talking to the Fantastic Plastics. Matt, have you ever heard of the Fantastic Plastics? I have not. Oh, dude, you should check them out. Do you? By the way, Matt, do you do you hang out in chats a lot? Do you make your rounds? I or, do. Yeah, I mean, because because what was interesting about Matt and I was telling him the other day, I was like, dude, it was like um, I popped in your stream uh, one day. And I was like, oh, sweet, Matt's on fucking Twitch. And there's, like, a couple people on there, you know, just hanging out. And then, and then like, two weeks later, I, I, I don't know what I, – I just came to your chat, and all of a sudden there's, like, 25 people hanging out. There's, like, a whole fucking community. Like, people – you know, there's, like, <laughs> traditions and shit. Like, it's been two weeks, motherfucker. I, what is happening here? But, but, it's uh, – I mean, it just kind of happens. I, I mean – the same thing happens in 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 regular normal life outside of the internet. You know, you you kind of put yourself out there. You be who you are, and it attracts folks into your circle. Right. And so it's the same thing with with this. We're just having to having to read it off the internet, you know, instead of you know experience it in person all the time. Right. Right. And and you know. The the thing that I really like about Twitch and, and is that when when you do sort of have this community that they are interested in you and they're interested in what you do, they're interested in like they are interested in listening to your music and they 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 want to get to know you, and and you're right, it's like real life, but I I just feel like that when the kind of musician that I am. And, 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 and on some level, the kind of musician you are, because we play similar gigs, whereas we'll play, mm-hmm. we do cover songs, we'll throw in originals, and, you know, and, and it's a night, we get paid for playing a whole night. And some of those moments, you know, some of those gigs, you almost feel like, you know, you're being ignored or like almost like people don't even want you there or, or like they just want to see the game in peace or something. You know, they just came for a drink. And this, right. and this guy's ruining my night with his songs and, and sounds right. and shit. Um, you know, it, it's a, 
I feel like in this community, yes, you could be playing to an empty chat, right? You could be streaming to no one. Um, but I feel like once you do start sort of building and when people do come, it, it's, it's for the right reasons. It's not because you're sort of imposed on someone's evening, you know, randomly. Uh, like because they want to be there. Yeah, it's because they want to be there, and and, and 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 you do get random people who just sort of pop in and and uh, hang out. But um, it's just been like this really interesting and and warm community. I guess what I'm trying to say is that it's it's kind of the exact opposite for me um, from what I've experienced out on the road being a, a real life musician where because because obviously there's amazing um shows i have amazing shows i have amazing memories some of them with caleb uh caleb caleb is a hip hopper he's a rapper uh poet and, <laughs> and we used to be in a band together and you know we've had great shows together and you know you have those beautiful moments but i mean then but there's just so many of those those not so great moments that you have too. Yeah, yeah. You're saying like, just people want to watch the game or people that show up, they don't even know a show is going <laughs> and they want to hang out on Saturdays. Like, Oh shit. I didn't know a band from out of town was coming. Right. I'll try to watch a hockey game or some shit, you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But sometimes that works in their favor or your favor because like they start enjoying the music and mm -hmm. then you just pick up a random fan, you know? Yeah, exactly. Same with Twitch. Some, some guy might come into a chat Mm -hmm. You might show up on the front page or a category in Twitch. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, well, let me check this guy out, you know, or I might like his hat or his face or something. Let's see what he's about. Right. And then he's into the next one and the next one. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden he has the fucking we speak English shirt on and yeah. he knows the the inside jokes of the show. You right, know? right. Well, and, and, and of course, this is all attainable things in the real world as well. But I, I guess the biggest difference is that you're not always... Um, Hold on, I'm trying to add Matt back in here. He just hold on. Hold on, Matt. What? I'm gonna I'm gonna cancel Matt and try to add him in. Man, and also Facebook Messenger sucks as a, as a video chat app. <laughs> um. Okay, hold on. I missed the call with Matt. Last time, oh, here he is. There he is. Oh, it's feet again. This is, this is so wild. So when I call you, it is from the right webcam. Mm -hmm. When you call me now, since the internet dropped, mm -hmm. it's on the other cam. Okay, so do you want me to call you back? Oh, no. Or do you want I would to have to call you. Okay, why don't we do this? Call me back. Caleb, I'll, call, I'll bring you back in. Let's okay. try this. Okay, yeah. let's try it. All right, <laughs> let's do it. And... Oh, this is the joys of all this, folks. I appreciate people hanging out and being patient with us. I know we're, like, just getting into conversations and then it's like... Oh, wait. Did he... Let me see. Let me see. Yeah! Look at that! See? It's so weird. And then, and I hope the internet doesn't drop out again, but for some reason where I'm at, the internet keeps failing. Oh. It's cutting off. And there's two different... There's two different networks uh, that I'm that I'm bouncing back and forth between. Mm -hmm. So this is uncontrollable. Oh, uh, and I, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's due to having so many calls calling from the webcam. I'm not sure right. what it is, but 
I'm on a very strong signal, but it keeps dropping out. So this okay. is a technology issue okay. from these streams. So this is another bump in what we're dealing with here. Exactly. Um, Absolutely. It's uh, it's, oh, it's new. It's new territory mm -hmm. that we're in, and so that's kind of the most fun thing I think about this platform and headache altogether. Is I I've made friends with, um, I made friends on this on this platform, I won't mention any names, but people that are, that are deep in very high levels of the industry. And all of us are calling each other through bumping into each other and meeting on this platform, but, um, calling each other with the same problems we're troubleshooting. The technology has never really been used this way. Right. So there's new, from the drivers we were joking about earlier, there's new things being invented as we do this. Yeah. And so I think we're at the very ground level of something that is changing the face of how we experience music going forward and just probably life in general, really. This is a very interesting time to be alive. And I don't know why it happened in our lifetimes, but we're here. <laughs> but we're here. It had to happen sometime, um, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It's it it's kind of interesting and and uh, and it's frustrating as you can see too all yeah. at the same time. Yeah. So tell me about what you were doing pre Twitch and pre pandemic, and then sort of tell me sort of the transition into this and and from a music perspective. From a music perspective and, and okay. life. I mean, if you. I mean, if you. Because it's a, it's a loaded question, so no, it, it always is. But well, you answer it however you think. I mean, you've been on the show before. You know how this goes. We we talk about yeah, yeah. whatever. So I mean, yeah, yeah. however that applies to you. I mean, well, please go ahead. Well, from a, from a music perspective, I mean, I've been I've been playing music for twenty two years, and I've been uh, a full time musician for fourteen, and so. Um, everything, when the pandemic hit, everything stopped overnight. But my years have been, prior to that, is I gig, uh, on average, uh, probably about 250 shows a year. Wow. Um, and Ooh. so it's all year long. And that's from pubs and wineries and private parties and showcases and uh, you know, all of that stuff. And I've been touring the country doing that um, for probably the last 10 years, like outside of California. So all, all of the states. Yeah. Um, I've lived in different sides of the states and things like that. I've lived in the East Coast. I've lived in the South. I've lived on the West Coast and Ohio. everywhere in between. Oh, right? <laughs> Young's home. <Hey. laughs> right? right? <laughs> I know. I can't count how many times I've been uh, a little, uh, may, or may, may or may not have been inebriated at YSU campus in, Young, in Youngstown. So, but, um, but at any rate, I mean, my living has come, come from that. And so um, it's been an interesting transition to go from that real world of doing that. Mm -hmm to this new real world of digital online is, and especially reading people and things like that and learning who people are and how to interact. Like our jobs as musicians have been reading people for 20 plus years. So, so, I mean, when you walk into a room and you're at a gig and you're on stage in the first two minutes, you got to know who the guy in the back of the room that wants to be in the party how to get him in the party. You got to know who the party person is. You got to know who the person is that don't want to be bothered 
and just wants to sit there, enjoy a beer, and just be by themselves. Then, you know, how to ming- intermingle the room, and you got to do it really, really fast. Now, on, on Twitch or on, on these platforms where we've been left with post-pandemic of just digital, we're learning how to read it <laughs> instead of see it. And yeah. reading it, there's so many similarities if you really just kind of pay attention to it. But it takes a while. And in the midst, you're trying to juggle technology. Like, I'm, I'm not a technician. I'm not a graphic designer. You know, I've been my own booking agent, but I'm not a booking agent. Um, I'm not a manager. Any of those things. I'm a songwriter. I'm a writer. I'm just a dude fumbling through this. (laughs) And, but you have to wear all those hats when dealing with Twitch. And, and, And once you get, but once you get going a little bit, Enough to make contact with somebody, even if it's even if the microphone sounds like shit, if the reverb is not there, you can't figure out how to route this stuff. As long as you can get to the point where you're interacting on Twitch with a with an audience, the help has been phenomenal. And all of a sudden, these people are just very willing and open to hold your hand and walk you through to get to that point. You yeah. know. Do you do you do you find do you find that to be quite different from the real music world for yourself? I know you said um, there were some, some similarities, but in my for example, my experience was you know I've, it hasn't always been like people are opening up the door for you for gigs and shit or you know or oh, no. bringing people to you know or, or or being patient you know patience isn't really part of it. So that's what I kind of meant. Like is is for you, did you uh, was that something you experienced in the real world as well, or was it drastically different? Um, I think um, I think as a musician um, in regular in person life, like you always want. Um, it's kind of funny, like people say in real life, they always use IRL. <laughs> yeah. On, on the other, I don't really like that term because I think both of it is real life. So I, I, when I refer to uh, pre pandemic, I say like in person -person. stuff because it's, it just seems more appropriate than, than separating the two. But, but I think in person, um, I mean, it's been a grind for a long time and you always hope to grind your way into these rooms where you can put your art out there and you got people that, are attentive and care about the words that come out of your mouth and they sit and they and they experience your time capsules of songs for yourself you know and, and enjoy it with you um, I don't think that the general musician finds that uh, maybe even ever in their career um, and if, if they're lucky enough to have a career out of it it could be it could only end up being a weekend situation and you never reach anything other than that and and there's nothing wrong with that, but um, it's because of the struggle of the t- attention spans of people. When I joined Twitch, it was a room. It became a room really quickly of people who were attentive and listening to the words that came out of my mouth. And then uh, and then to expand on that, like it's it's this situation that you always wanted and not the way that you thought it would come like we're sitting we're sitting in a room of 
it could be anywhere. I mean, depending on your 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 following or what have you. I mean, I've had two hundred people sitting in the room. You know, so like mm-hmm. you have two hundred people sitting in the room, and it's complete silence. Each one of the they could be chatting with each other just like you would be at a bar, but you don't get the bar noise. Right. They right. can have the conversation, but at the same time, the focus is on what you're doing. Yes. And and it's that clean, uh, precise audio is sitting in their ear the whole time that they may right. or may not be having a conversation if they choose to. Right. Uh, it's a beautiful thing. Like It's kind of all of those things that you always wanted at a live gig, but you're getting it digitally. Right. Right. Which, which which it does take a little bit of the piss out of it a little bit but i mean as you sure. know like after you get off a stream you you can still have that crazy charge you get after get, getting off the stage at a really good show you get out of a stream for a really good stream you're just like oh shit you know you can run fucking 10 miles and yeah, <laughs> yeah this is why I, this is why i'm up until 5:30 in the morning almost every day and my my physical life is falling apart <laughs> You know, because you're just, you're just, I mean, I, I, I've been like, not to cut you off, but to go back to the, to the, to the pre pandemic, like, so, you know, I, I overbooked myself for this summer. Mm -hmm. I just bought a house for my mother and I I moved her in it. Um, and I paid my first mortgage payment February 1st Uh. and then COVID happened. And during this whole time, I've had no government help whatsoever, Wow! Uh, not a stimulus check, not of any kind. So this has been a journey for me, and I had to resort on live streaming to even cover my small bills while right. I sank slowly in my bigger bills. Right, right. <laughs> and, so, and so there's that, but, but it's I overbooked myself for the summer so that I could save a chunk of money uh, for my mortgage payments and things, but spend this winter with my mother and ease her into being in this new situation yeah. and, and myself too. And to give myself a break, you know, cause it's, it's a lot. I, I, I slow down in the winters it, mm. purposely, even though I get calls, I decline them. But then, so COVID happens and we've got nothing. Mm-hmm. So when things started opening up again, um, my phone blew up. And I'm very lucky, and in the county that I'm in, I'm literally the only musician in the county that I know of that has a full schedule back. Whoa! And so I, I wow. got, I got, and I feel bad for my other musician friends because I'm trying to help them as I'm helping myself mm-hmm. prepare for what's coming down the pipeline. Right. So, um, but I'm booked as of right now. I'm booked Friday, Saturday, Sunday through December, which will probably inch into january but with that i stream three to four days a week so i'm singing seven i said i yesterday was the first day i did not sing in 15 days Whew, and so and i have to sing at 5 30 today so i had last <laughs> night off and i sing today yeah. tomorrow friday saturday sunday and then I always stream Monday, Tuesday, Thursday anyway. Wow. So I, I won't get a break until next Wednesday. God damn. Um, but it's sleep is out the window. <laughs> um, doing anything else other than, than, than trying to keep the ship afloat and build this spaceship digitally right, <laughs> and figure right. it out. And tech, now, now, it's Matt, a lot. You- do you think um, after the whole virus situation is done, say let's fast forward to next year, do you still see yourself doing Twitch in the quantity that you're doing it right now? Do you see you you incorporating that just into your regular day-to-day 
week to week, month to month life, doing a full show gigs and doing Twitch full time as well? So uh, there's two possibilities to that, and it depends on how fast uh, how fast the world adjusts to what's happening and and what it looks like coming out of this pandemic. So and it depends on what you believe. What I believe. What I believe is that music is no longer going to be in the form that we enjoyed it pre-pandemic. I believe that music will be a hybrid. We will still have live music, Mm -hmm. but streaming... Music's been going this way for a long time into streaming. So we've always known about it, and we've been gearing towards it, not necessarily how to do it like this, but pandemic hit, and it took 10 to 15 years away from us, and it thrust Mm -hmm. us right into that present moment that we were running towards. So I think coming out of it, there will be smaller concerts. I don't think festivals will be what they were. I think all of those companies are going to go under before uh, this pandemic is figured out. They can't sustain. The business models that people use do not hold up in the way that we live now. They they don't. Uh, They're built to make money, but they're built to run on money, and there is no money. So. Um, I think all of that will change, which Live Nation and all, they can go fuck themselves. Like, I'm glad that it's happening, happening the way that that, in that avenue, you know, like it just, I mean, they've been taking advantage of people for so long, these big entities, you know, so, so there's, there's that side of it. Um, to answer your question, yes, I will be streaming and my hope is that I don't have to tour and break my back the way that I've been um, going forward. Um, I'm 37. I've been doing this for a real long time. And I would love to be able to make a living at home mm. and, and be with my mother as long as I've got her. She's 77. I'd love to write and record music and focus on that and be an artist instead mm. of mm. a working musician slash trying to hold on to be an artist because the two worlds don't mesh. Yeah, right. Um, especially in the county wherever you live like you can't play five days a week and then have a concert and expect people to be there it just doesn't work so they don't marriage very well so um i i'm i would love to be a full-time streamer if it worked itself to doing that just so that i have the option to play showcases outside of um digital because that's the beauty of of twitch it's global and we're making these friends and people who care about your art. Like, I, I haven't had people listen to my Spotify or my YouTube videos or request my original songs ever as much as I've had right now. Mm-hmm. Like, never before. Right. So, um, I'm, these little communities that are being slowly built to bigger communities in other parts of the globe, it's a beautiful thing. Like, I, you know, I would have never had... Uh, a fan base in the Netherlands. I do now, like, and it and it only took a month and a half. I've been doing this for 22 years. Shit, right. we got more done in a month and a half, network wise, right. as far as building some a team who cares, in a month and a half. Like it's it, it makes you feel cheated a little bit because technology didn't come along as fast as it should have. Right. But at the same time, we're in this fucked up situation of of living that we didn't ask for and we have no control over or know when it's gonna like get back to somewhat of the old normalcy yeah so 
Yeah, uh, absolutely, man. No, um, you know, even even if we do get past this pandemic, <clears throat> um, on the other side of this, financially, I mean, they're talking about forty percent of small businesses aren't coming back, and, and and unfortunately, small businesses include fucking music venues, bars, restaurants where we play. So, even if the pandemic, for some miracle, they can come up with some sort of vaccine that cures it by the end of the year. The damage is already done from grinding this economy. Like you, you addressed earlier, is like this economy is not built on like longevity. It's built on constant growth, constant income. You know, there's business. I, I know businesses personally, business owners who who rely fucking week to week. To they don't even know if they're gonna be able to pay their staff and shit. And they've been right. operating like that for years. So like th- th- mm-hmm. those people are definitely done. You know, like those those businesses right. are definitely gone. But and then, a lot of those people are our friends. Exactly, exactly. And it's fucking and it sad. Sucks. It's mm-hmm. really sad. I have a friend right now who's selling insurance. He's a fucking inventor who sells high-end cookware. He invents shit. He, like, thinks of stuff in his brain. He fucking brings it and makes it into reality. And then he goes to Walmart and fucking, you know, and bed, 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 bed and beyond or whatever. And he tries to pitch his thing. And then he did it. He succeeded in doing these things where he got his product into these huge markets. Mm. And now, because of how things are set up, how this, I mean, you know, like, he's a small business, and now he has to get a full-time job, fucking, you know, and that's that's a really sad thing to think about, that some people who are working their entire lives for something, um, to just try to get it off the ground to be some sort of self-sufficient thing, just to be wiped clean, yeah. and then and then meanwhile, you see these, like, these 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 calls for payroll tax cuts for these huge corporations and 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 the fucking and 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 the stock market is doing great meanwhile you know fucking you know millions of people are out of work uh you know like it just doesn't reflect like none of these things now imagine now imagine uh being someone who who doesn't get get to apply for unemployment because they're not on paper the way that those business that are closing exactly and all of the sadness from that just imagine you can't you can't apply for unemployment they don't recognize you as a job right. you're not on any paper trail that they can just like justify paying you right welcome welcome to musicianship in yeah. 2020 exactly you know what i mean so so and we're at the bottom of the barrel mm-hmm. of that and we would even though in my opinion music and art is the most important to help people through a time like this we're the last ones that'll be brought back oh yeah oh yeah Yeah. definitely oh yeah i I, you know like that's what i've been saying for a while is like what if the gigs went away you know because whatever reason the dollar bottoms out you know a a crash Mm -hmm. another crash and um you know what what do you do then like what what you know there's so many people dependent on it and there were so many people and our friends we know lots of friends who are in this position right now where mm-hmm. they're not getting stimuluses and they're not getting fucking unemployment and they're just sitting there like i don't know i guess i'm not gonna pay rent either because what are you i'm gonna eat you know so fuck you so we're, we're i haven't we're, seen one we're heading into a very really sad situation i think as a nation especially just by the way things are being ran you know like obviously the people in charge have no fucking clue what's going on like they just we we we're the florida to the world <laughs> we, we've become florida we are. <laughs> 
That's what we are. No, you're right. And you know what's funny? I was in a chat. Sad. Uh, <clears throat> well, no, you're right. It, you're right. It's absolutely sad. But what, it, what I guess what I was going to try to say was funny. But I was in someone else's chat the other day. His name is Aaron Goldberg, who I think you know who Aaron mm-hmm. is. He's fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. He, um, he was, uh, I was in his chat and I was just, it was 4th of July and I was feeling some kind of way. It was like five in the morning for me. I, there's no reason for me to be communicating with the world at five in the morning. That's when like all the bad, weird, stupid thoughts get out into the world. I was feeling emotional and like, I was like, you know what? This world is crazy, but I'm really happy to be uh, a fellow citizens. Happy 4th of July, blah, blah, blah. And two people in chat was like, yo, me and homeboy are not United States. It's not anything for us today. Like, and it came off like in a real snappy way. And it's like, you know, it it snapped me into this realization. Like we are not looked upon kindly at all. People are no. not people are not into America right now. And then, like why well, feel sorry for the fucking Roman Empire? You know, that you guys had the fucking right. top notch status for so long and you felt whatever the world has been feeling for quite some time and they're just like, Well, welcome to the real world. Right. You know? Yeah. But at the That's same the time it's 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 not the citizens of the Roman Empire that aren't aren't of the Congress and politicians and of the Republic, like just real people are hurting, whether you're from the U.S. or Brazil or Philippines or wherever you're at. You know, it's always the small guys that's getting shitted on. Yeah. yeah, it's it, it will always be. Um, it's kind of funny this took from music into this, but I think it all is very much on the forefront. It's very connected. It's very connected. Um, it it's super. It is, and and it. I mean, the bottom line out of all of it is, it's always been and always will be the haves and the have-nots. Right. Right. And 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 what 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 they've done is is they've tricked the have-nots into believing that they can reach the haves, mm-hmm. and it's not true. The elite and that kind of American dream that they sold people of you could do what any whatever you want, you could be whoever you want to be. It is not true. Uh, people are not special. It is not that kind of thing. That kind of money that gets to say that statement. We will never know what that's like. We will never see. It. You could be as wealthy as you could. I mean, you could be a millionaire, and you're still not talking about the kind of money that from someone who makes that statement and fed you that conditioning. Right. It's 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 unobtainable, and it makes people fight each other. And then it makes the poor. What the saddest part is, it makes the poorest person vote for this person they believe can help them, but they've already tricked them into thinking it. Like mm-hmm. it's not true. Right. They're not out for them. They've never been. A rich person is never out for a poor person. That's how they got rich in the first place. Right. Like it's just nonsense. And so, but we're in this state of cloudy thought that's been driven into our psyche for so long. It, it it's not. I and the sad part is I don't know if it's reversible. Yeah. Um. I it's too far down the rabbit hole, and people forget that the United States is an infant country mm. it's oh, yeah. only been around for four four, four or five hundred years like it's never not even it's not even 400 we, 500 it, it's like 200 and some years or two yeah it's what you know it, it it's it's this infant country that hasn't gone through its lumps like i mean most every other country in the world has built empires crumbled built again crumbled and built again there are thousands and thousands of years mm. in that um i mean it, it it's it's not surprising that we're in these boats that we're in. It's like a, it's like a screaming child, you know. That's, yeah. 
that's fucking trying to figure out why he got burned by touching fire. It just doesn't make sense. You no, know? I, I agree with you, man. I, I agree with you. And, and it, it's, it frightens me because... It frightens me because it can go as far as, you know, people being like a mass starvation. You know what I mean? Like, that's what scares me. In, in America, where we can't even supply our, our own people with cotton swabs during an emergency. <laughs> fucking cotton swabs. We couldn't even fucking come up with cotton swabs. We couldn't come up with medications. We couldn't come up with essential shit that we need. We're inflating the economy right now with this made-up paper money that means nothing other than right. inflation. You know, like, this shit is historically repeating itself, and it's fucking mm-hmm. scary And to think that that's a real possibility right now. And, and like you said, we're in this sort of, like, fog. I feel like we're not really recognizing it as a, as a country from the top to the bottom. I think some of us are, and I think there's some real change sort of brewing but I, I feel like we're Kinda. still on our our iPhones, like complaining about stuff. You know, like I, I think it's it's just going beyond where we're at, and especially about like it is we're, what we're talking about in the mainstream right now. It goes farther than just race. You know, it goes further than you know. It, it sure does. It, it's deeper than all of that. The conditionment in so many arenas is so far down the rabbit hole. And I'll take this back into. Uh, a musical perspective or, you know, especially involving Twitch. Mm -hmm. Like this is, uh, uh, um, all of this is correlates just the same to, um, to our musician friends. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Louis, obviously Louis, Louis V. So, um, you know, we've been talking about this for, for a long time through this whole pandemic stuff. And, um, you know, Finding Twitch was probably the best thing that could have happened to every musician if they would just find it and understand that it's not a game. Yeah. And so we've tried to explain this to a lot of our musician friends. And the conditionment is so deep and the wanting to hold on to old archaic ways of doing yes. things is so strong. Yeah. And that you could relate that to religion. You could relate that to how the Constitution was written. Right. You could relate it to all kinds of different things. We want to hold on to what we know. Mm-hmm. And right. so <laughs> we've been trying to tell all our musician friends. And I, I, I think, I mean, if I had a quarter for every time the word Twitch came out of my mouth in the last two months, like I would certainly be a little richer than I am now. Um, <laughs> right. But, but um, when you talk to other musicians, 99% of the time, they look at you like you're standing on the moon made of cheese yeah, man. and you don't know what you're talking about and it's for gamers and it's it's a it's a toy it's a it's a this right. or that and right. and they don't take it serious and they don't take your advice right serious and and this could be i mean twitch probably saved my sanity during during this pandemic and that's why i started streaming because it was my only outlet to put my art out there and get an exchange like if you played a live gig. And so that was first mm-hmm. and foremost. And it still is that for me. But then I started to realize that that there is a healthy exchange happening the way that it does in my gigs in real life. Sometimes people pay me to play. Yeah. And right. and that's an important thing and it's an honest thing and there's nothing wrong with it. It's a healthy exchange and there's an opportunity to build a following 
on here, which is great. You know, of people who give a shit, like a real following, not mm -hmm. just people who are, happen to be in a place where there's music and because the, they wanted to have a beer. Right. They're in a place for music that they can choose to have a beer. Yeah. Right. To listen to. And yeah. so again, it's what you always wanted, but we're getting it digitally. You know, digitally. Right. But um, this is the ground level. What I'm seeing on, on this as well, on a um, on a real monetary stance, like we're sitting on the forefront of something that has never been and that is growing before our eyes right now and we're in it. Mm -hmm. And if you can get established in this now, I mean, unfortunately and to a degree, unfortunately, I think that Twitch is going to blow up um, for musicians when they, when they realize in the masses mm -hmm. that regular life is not coming back. Yes. And that, 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 um, that reality is coming really soon. Yeah. And um, especially with these second waves of viruses and, and things shutting down again and all of this stuff, yeah. businesses closing, not coming back, all of that. And if when you play the stock market, you always try to hit this moving mark that's going circular and you try to place your bet and hedge your bet and boom, you hit, you know, and you and you get some success from it and then it keeps moving. Well, this mark of Twitch is not moving. It's sitting still. And I can see it, and you can tangibly touch it and interact with it and have fun with it, gain sanity from it, <laughs> go nuts from it too because this technology is fucking crazy. But, but when it blows up, you know, we have real people who give a shit following you, and you have a real community. Yeah. And that community has been here far before my dumbass found Twitch and <laughs> didn't know what it was and People have been on here for 10 plus years, you know, like I had the app on my phone for two years and only opened it once because I thought it was for gamers and I was just, I was a dumb dumb and I was like, man, I don't know what I'm looking at. Yeah. Now I feel like I wasted time and I should have been on here two years ago. Yeah. I mean, I, I absolutely like me and Raina were the same way we had, you know, we knew about it four or five years ago when they opened up mm. the music music um section mm. of of twitch and um you know we we toyed with the idea but we were living in san diego we were hustling you know like when you're in the hustle that's the thing when you're Doing in the, the hustle thing. and bustle you're not you, you when rents do motherfucker you know it's like you are out there doing it and to shift an entire paradigm of thinking and you know everything yeah, I can see how that is is frightening for a lot of people, but now that we're sort of in this moment of limbo where like there's no gigs, you know, like like to just be sitting there doing nothing, hoping and wishing for things to go back the way it was, it's futile, man, and it's dangerous, yeah. and it's fucking, and it yeah. and and it's gonna lead to a lot of sadness mm. and a lot of bad attitudes, you oh, know. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's there's one of those things that I just feel like I keep drilling on my friends too, and I I don't know if you know Johnny Tar, he's a San Diego musician, but he he was just on the show, and I was just like every five minutes I was just like, dude, get on Twitch because he has a live looping set, and you know he's on Facebook. He was doing that grind. Mm. I, I'm curious, were you doing the Facebook grind right when the pandemic started going, or, or so? Yeah. So as soon as they added the live button on Facebook. And Instagram. It was on Instagram first, and then it went to Facebook. But um, but I've been live streaming my my pub gigs and stuff yeah. like that for years. Yeah, it's been a since, while since it's come on. So 
So people are used to seeing me this way. Mm. Um, it's still weird to me to do it this way. <laughs> yeah. But but uh, but I've been doing that for a while. And so when when um, the pandemic hit, what I did quickly was um, one day a week on a Wednesday, I transferred something I used to do in in person uh, on onto Facebook. And I I used to do a getting weird Wednesday in in person gig at this pub. Uh-huh. And uh, I called it getting weird because I didn't know what what musician friends were going to show up and jam with me. Mm -hmm. But they would always show up and we would end up having like a different set. Every Wednesday was just completely different for five and a half years. You know, it's just crazy. So uh, so I started doing that and that uh, and honestly, I make I make more if we're talking about finance, you know, finances, I I make more uh, live streaming on Facebook than I than I do on Twitch. But I don't enjoy Facebook, and I don't enjoy Instagram, and I would love to rid myself of those toxic platforms uh, as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And so I don't stream doing that anymore. But I did during the pandemic, and I made enough money to pay all of my small bills and mo- mm-hmm. and most of most of my credit card payments, even though I was using all of my credit cards for because of no government assistance right. i was just cycling money circular to buy groceries <laughs> yeah can i ask you why um, uh, you prefer twitch over uh, instagram and facebook live um i mean for one um you get to set the rules to your page to your chat and so that's a huge one mm-hmm. um but also the exchange there's so many ways to interact that i feel it's closer to in person than it mm-hmm. is through Facebook or Instagram or YouTube where you could just type something and hope. Mm-hmm. And so I like the interaction better. There's just more ways to exchange. It's more fun um, for the viewer. It's more fun. Um, and which in turn, when they have fun and I see everything happening, it's like at a bar. Like when, when you're playing and you see people engaged and all of a sudden they're, right. you know, they're dancing, they're doing their thing. No, it's, they're, it's, like it's just, more interactive like, Twitch. Yeah. Yeah, the 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 emotes and the things like that that you can do, right. or um, the control over certain situations too. Like if I if I'm in a bar and I'm playing and people are dancing and doing their thing, I look at the emotes and things that people share as that. It's kind of them dancing and having a good time. Yeah. Right. And I see those things, you know, on the screen. But then if I'm in a bar and some drunk person comes up and they're just fucking yelling "Freebird" at me, you know what I mean, or whatever else. Like, I gotta hear you out of yeah, when yeah. they just they just want those things, you know, you can't turn them off. Right, um, right. And 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 you don't when you hear them say it, you don't even you don't want to mm-hmm. do any of that. Yeah. On here, right. when you get you know you have a song list that's that's put up, and I add to it all the time. But like, you have a set song list for people to choose from, so you've already controlled that environment. You mm-hmm. don't. There are strays that come through, and and they request all this nonsense, and you, you get trolls and stuff, but. Fortunately, right. if you've been fortunate enough to run into, uh, lucky enough to run into people on this platform that are helping you, you have moderators. Mm. So the moderators are the best part of the stream experience for me because it takes so much of the load off of me paying attention to the chat for the for the terrible stuff that you because mm. you got to remember that there's there's children all over this platform and so what do children do they they act out you know what i mean and so they'll come on your platform and spout off some terrible shit and just 
run, you know what I mean, run with it and, and try to get a reaction. Like, well, your moderators see that and they warn them and then if need be, ban, ban them from They're from like the screen. bouncers in the yeah. venue. Hell 100%. Yeah. Right. yeah, 100%. Now, and so it's a beautiful thing. Say, you and Mike, you guys are ready, tried and true seasoned musicians, right? Say the people that are starting their musicianship or their you know, live streaming, the probably the younger kids that are doing it, say on Twitch, Instagram Live, or what have you. Um, you guys know how to control trolls when it comes to a live situation. The free right. bird guy, the guy yelling songs that mm. you know you, you, he wants you to play. Now, do you think people that come from strictly Twitch is going to be like nowadays, and then they start playing live gigs? How do you think they'll handle like a real live free bird? Because <laughs> they're so bouncer for them. Well, you know, it's an interesting thing. So on stage, like, <laughs> yeah. oh, it was so easy on Twitch. It, it's 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 an interesting thing because, and I was just having this conversation a few times over the, over the last week. Um, um, like my job as a musician for the last twenty years has been to read people. So now some f slip through the cracks, but I consider myself an expert at this to read people and and to know what they want to give them out of the room, you know and and all that stuff, but how to spot those kind of people, the trolls. Right. That in particular is the most heightened part of my ex my expert experience and expertise, right. because you, in a real in a real in person setting, like if you can't recognize who's a piece of shit and who isn't, you're gonna have a long run with this music stuff. Yeah. And so, um, so again, I'm just learning how to read it mm -hmm. instead of see, you know, in person. So, right. So. Uh, but what I've noticed is that from the streamer's perspective, a lot of us streamers that have become friends on this thing, we smell our own just in re just like in real life. Like mm -hmm. I see and I know in the first 30 seconds right. of when I see someone stream, if they were a gigging musician or if they're just really talented and they, and, they, and they play out of their room and have never experienced a real life setting. I see it mm -hmm. instantaneously. I see it. And... I love that, um, and and on top of that, I think it gives someone like myself that maybe is not as talented as some of those people that just have played in the room. I love a lot of what they do, and I find so many good musicians on this platform. But I stick out like a sore thumb, and so do the guys that the guys and girls that I listen to on this platform, and I gravitate to their pages. And I find in my stream, a lot of the time, it's other streamers. That are in my in my streams, and I think it's for that reason mainly. And so I don't know how someone from their room would handle someone in real life being 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 a turd on their in their in their gig, you know. But <laughs> but but I will say that those people are a little bit more heightened than I am, as I'm playing a little catch up digitally. They're a little heightened on this platform than I am, and they're really graceful in how. Nine times out of ten, or maybe even ten times out of ten, they're very graceful on how they deal with a troll that goes into their chat. And I learn a lot from their their chat, watching their channels and how they engage and 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 nip that in the bud gracefully, without turning somebody away. I've seen I've seen a a, a troll enter a chat on a stream, um, and you could tell that's what they were there for, is to be is to be an asshole. Yeah. And I saw the streamer <clears throat> gracefully control that situation so well that that troll 
wasn't a troll anymore and they stayed and they were a productive part of that community. Oh, and I've dope. seen and I've seen them in there since, not nice. being a troll. Nice. They may be a troll on somebody else's channel, but they're not a troll on that person's channel right, anymore. Right. I think that's rad. Yeah. And so there's different ways and I'm learning just as just as much as anybody else on this, but um but I think that every musician should have a Twitch channel at this point. Um yeah. No matter what, even if you're taking it serious or, or if it's just fun for like one day a month and you're doing mm -hmm. it, I just I think you should to experience it. And again, when this platform blows up, because it will, mm -hmm. um, even if another platform like Twitch immerses out of the dust, and um, and that's the one that goes super huge. Right. All it does is draw attention back to the original platform of Twitch. So this, right. this, and and the people that have been on this platform have been on it far before my dumb dumb self right. found it. And so, you know, it, it's just a good thing to get involved with, and and especially when things are going to keep shutting down and probably shut down even farther again yeah. uh, soon, like completely shut down to where businesses can't be open. Um, I think it's important to keep your sanity, and this is one of those cool exchanges. Again, there's so many ways to exchange on this platform of Twitch that right. that it, it's so much better than Facebook and Instagram and all the weird virtue signaling that goes on on those platforms, especially with all these times. Like, like I, it's just it's an interesting world we're living in, man. Like, everyone wants to belong to something and point the finger at somebody else that they're not doing enough or they're not doing the right thing mm -hmm. because they want to stand with this group and say. I'm part of something. Well, fuck, I've been I've been part of something since I was fucking four years old. You know, like I grew up on the Mexico border. Like I, I like I've been fighting for my as far as that goes. I've been fighting for my friends since I was a child. Like it's a very interesting thing to see to see where we're at right now with some of that. And those platforms are toxic. Yeah. Um, there, yeah. There's no. Well, no, exactly. Like when when we talk about why you stream to Twitch and not Facebook is for that reason. It's it's just a dumping ground for people's you know, um, fucking displaced emo or mi display misplaced emotions and shit, you know, like they're just like, I'm just right. going to dump all this crap on you. And, and then if they are watching your stream, it's just for like, you know, a couple mm. minutes and whatever it is, mm. it's just not built for that. Whereas when you're talking about Twitch and you're talking about, um, first of all, a global community, you're, uh, who doesn't, subscribe to this whole virtue signaling thing that maybe doesn't even make sense to them um mm -hmm. uh, you do find yourself able to sort of speak freely and even though you're supposed to supposed to uh you know monitor what you say because there are children on the platform i do still feel like there's a, a good amount of freedom to where it's not people in the chat being like, don't say that you offended me and blah, 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 blah. And you do get mm. a little bit of that, of course, but like, not that I've seen, it seemed like yeah, you it happens in your discord. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and the D it goes down in the D <laughs> B skills. Thank you so much for stopping through. Matt is the best. I love him too. Um, oh, B, B, Brian's in the house. Brian, Brian is so Brian is a gentleman that I'm going to text right after or call right after I get off this phone conference because I need to talk to him. Brian is a very good friend of mine from here in San Luis Obispo, and and uh, he is a tech-savvy individual right here. <laughs> oh, and so this man is the man that's got every answer that I probably need. Oh, Brian. You know what I'm saying? He's, <laughs> he's, 
he's helped me out with this platform from the beginning. And so, and, and so for those of you on Twitch, go follow Beast Grills page because that man right there, he does all is, that good stuff. Is he stuff, a streamer as well? He is a streamer. Yes, he is. Oh, okay. Yeah. A, a music streamer? Bro, you okay? Well, I just friended him. I, I don't know if I could f- follow him. I don't... No, yeah, just get in contact with him because he's he's a he's he's legit and he's a super good dude. So. so then, what was that shift from um from Facebook to Twitch? Then what what was that? Because we sort of got off on this side tangent here, but we never really. How did you mm-hmm. come to Twitch, and then how did you sort of you know start really getting into it? Um. Well, so. I've I've known about Twitch for a while, but I was streaming on Facebook. Right. And then, um, and then a lot of life happened. Like uh, um, I I backed up on uh, streaming on Facebook, and I needed to tend to my mother and like tend to my house and 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 do some things and all this stuff. And and so um, I had caught wind of Twitch again. Uh, just like just some random ad or something, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I am gonna check this out," you know. And the, the, and then I found those some other mu- you know there was music on there, mm-hmm. and then um, and then Louis Valenzuela, like Louis called me, and Louis was started getting into Twitch, and he's like, "Bro, I think we should probably be on this platform." And I looked at it, and I was like, "I think you're right," and so um, and so I started learning about it because like. When the pandemic hit, what I decided to do, because I couldn't be near my mother, she's 77, we just didn't know much yes. about the virus, so we, we erred on the side of caution and, you know, and still do, but um, I, um, I took all of my recording equipment that had been in storage, um, and I took it to my new house, and I was like, if I'm going to be on lockdown, I'm going to record some music, and yeah. I'm going to learn this shit. Because I have never had the time. Because again, I gig 250 plus days a year, on average. So I don't have time to learn all these programs. I'm not an engineer. I'm not a fucking dude. You know. Yeah. I, sure. I don't. I don't know how to do that stuff. So, so I took my stuff up there, and I started recording, and I had everything that I needed. I had my Scarlet. I had my my mic. My, my blue. You know my or my Bluebird. You know I, had, I have everything that I needed to keep myself sane and put some content out for these people that have been my friends and following me for all these years. So, um, so I started doing that and that part of, part of deciphering that technology led me into Twitch as well. Mm-hmm. Cause I started to see that people, when I would Google mm-hmm. something to figure out why the audio wasn't working or how to do it, Twitch would pop up and I'm yeah. like, well, maybe there's something to it. And so I dove into it and yeah, Louie and I have just been, um, calling each other a bunch of late nights uh figuring out troubleshooting um this stuff camera situations and all these things but louis sees things uh pretty close if not spot on to the way that i do yeah um and he's all in on this platform as well yeah man. so yeah he's he's definitely putting in the hours um he's taking a mm-hmm. different approach which which I, you know, everyone has a, their own way of doing things, but he's sort of mm-hmm. streaming multi-platforms all the time. He's just like any anywhere at any time, which which right. can well, be, go ahead. Well, it it no, there's uh, to add, I was just going to add on. There's Please. pros and cons to it, and I yeah, think that's I, where you were going. I was, with it. but I want your opinion on it. 
Well, so he uses he uses a a, a software um, called uh, Restream, mm-hmm. and so um, I have Restream, and uh, up until me getting this PC, uh, instead going from Apple, and that's another conversation. I went from Apple to PC, and yeah, <laughs> right. The possibilities yeah. go crazy. <laughs> Well, the possibilities, but Jesus Christ, I didn't know what I was doing on Apple. And then I started to know what I was doing or think I knew what I was doing. Right. And then now PC and it flipped everything upside down. So I'm relearning all of that too, which is why I couldn't find this stupid camera situation <laughs> in my settings right now because it's completely different than Apple. But at any rate, um, there's pros and cons to that. And so, and, and Louie and I actually had a conversation about this uh, just about three nights ago. Because uh, he did his he did his Monday stream his Monday jazz stream mm. uh, last week, and he's doing it through Restream, and I understand that he's trying to build like his following up on there uh, and stuff. And I I did it for a little bit as well uh, at, at the beginning of this. I was like, oh yeah, you can stream to all these platforms at the same time. Mm. That's cool. It's great. But so he's integrated all of the chats from all of the platforms into one. Oh wow. On the side. So what I found watching his stream the other day, it was confusing. Mm-hmm. And it, what it did was it took the experience and made it chaos all the time. Because you have people conversing from different platforms that don't – they're not on the other platforms the other people are on. So like people who, people who tune into a, a Facebook stream, when they see a Twitch stream – it's like, what the fuck is happening? Right. You know, they don't understand. And so you start to see that in the chat. Or they're so uneducated about Twitch um, or even vice versa. You start to see the people laughing at the others. Yeah. And it creates a, well, dude, they, fuck, they don't know what Twitch is. Right. Idiots. Right. Or it's like Facebook is like, what the hell is that? Yeah. Like, where did they get that? Jesus right. looks silly. Right. You know? kind of thing and it created this thing so i was trying to advise him maybe he he would want to just do twitch or just do a facebook and it it's that it's that marketing um premise of uh like anybody that knows anything about social media or building followings on social medias if you have the same content on every one of them why would people tune into all of them yeah each one should be very singular and you should offer something specific Mm. that you don't on the others for each of them yeah and well, so that's the way you should be doing it. And so he, I think he'll adjust eventually, right. um, uh, and he'll find the same thing that I that I've found is that it just um, it's fun, but it might not be as effective as we feel right. it maybe. It might be a deterrent from growth on any any of the platforms just because it confuses mm-hmm. it confuses mm-hmm. people. And and yeah. a great point that Brian or Beast Grill, sorry Brian. I don't, uh, now that I know your name, Brian, I'm just gonna call you Brian. <laughs> but he, he was saying Twitch TOS says once you're an affiliate or partner, you can't mm-hmm. technically multi-stream. Twitch can ban your account. Mm-hmm. So um, I mean, that's that's another aspect of it. Yes, and, I didn't even know that. Yeah, I didn't even thank thank you, Brian. Exactly, thank you, Brian. <laughs> I, I didn't even know that. Always learning, you know. Exactly, like, always be learning, baby. Um, no, it, 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 yeah, I think you're right. And, and that's exactly what I was going to kind of say. Not to that extent, because actually I didn't know that you could merge streams. And I, I've never been mm-hmm. in that situation where I saw people just kind of confused by what's going on in chat. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it just seems like grind out, pick one and grind it out. And it's sort of, it, it, it seems like that seems to be the way to go for, at least for Twitch anyways. 
Uh, you know, when you were talking about how you don't think that Twitch is going to lower, because that's what I've been asking. I, I had the Fantastic Plastics on, who, who I mentioned earlier, and I sort of, we got off topic, but um, they have a great stream. They just got partner. Um, they have a fantastic stream, Fantastic Plastics, but they're just like this punk, uh, not like straight punk, it's like... Um, it's like cyberpunk. They call it cyberpunk, but it's like mm. very quirky. I love it. It's to it's dope. But yeah. they have like projection screens. They have they chroma key their skin. They they uh. they they go all in. You know what I mean? And, and they're mm -hmm. jumping around. And it's a super interactive chat. You know, like you can. There's all kinds of stuff you can interact with. Um, and so they have a really. I feel like that they have a really good feel for where this is going because they've been in it for so long. They they were in it mm. before the pandemic. The pandemic hits, they get partnered because everybody on Twitch who was established was like, it went from here to like, you know, like all of a sudden it was just right. like, boom, you're right. on, baby. Um, and then so I've been asking, like, do you think that this is something that's sustainable once things start opening? And, and as we've been talking about, things are closing the fuck back down and uh, we just don't know what's going to happen. But uh, there has to be some sort of end in sight to this. And. And he doesn't think it's going to go down either. And one of the great examples that, that he brought up, which I keep on bringing up, is, you know, Justin Bieber. Look at YouTube. When YouTube first came out, what was it? Like, you watch, like, kittens playing with yarn, kids getting right. hit in the balls with right. awful ball bats. You know what I mean? It wasn't shit. It was just, it was just stupid. It was E-bomb's world, but weird. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then, um, and then all of a sudden, now there's people who are fucking making millions on YouTube. Whatever it is, you know. Uh, and there and people are crossing over. People have Netflix shows. Justin Bieber is a is Justin Bieber. You know, so mm -hmm. uh, once you start seeing these stars sort of coming out of it, and also they're drawing stars into it. Uh, did, did you hear they they just pulled Logic in for an exclusive thing? Mm -hmm. And you know, uh, Quest Love's been doing it. Lil John's been doing it. So mm -hmm. it's definitely hitting up uh, Skrillex. So it's definitely hitting this mainstream marker, mainstream uh, musicians. And it's, it, I mean, it just doesn't make sense that it wouldn't, you know what I mean? Like, so it's, it's another thing for people to sell, man. And for so sure. when you see that Amazon's partnered, you know, um, you have, uh, you know, Spotify just bought in a couple months ago <laughs> or more. And, and, and so they're in it and that's why like that. So streamers used to use like when you have a waiting, a stream coming soon, uh, uh, picture up or, or even like on your live, um, stream like if you play any copywritten music mm -hmm. like an mp3 of something or whatever um you, people would use that as their you know they have it on millions of clips some of these people that have been on here for years they have like millions of little clips right. with copywritten content on it well you can't do that anymore and if you have copywritten music on your on your channel you get you get shut down yeah by twitch yeah. And so these people that have been streaming for a long time had to go into their backlog and delete all of it. I remember that. Which is which is how troublesome is that mm -hmm. for someone who's been on for two and a half years? Yeah, for sure. Like, Thousands of clips that you have to delete that just have other people's music, and and some um, some of these channels rely on music. Some of the, you know like their music mm -hmm. the part was the huge part of it because they like people get to dictate what comes up on the playlist and. Mm -hmm. A myriad of different ways to integrate interaction, but uh, yeah, that DCMA thing was really interesting. I was talking to another guy named Just Joe Syracuse, who is another streamer. Oh yeah, Joe. I love. Yeah, he follow. 
He sub he subscribed to my page the other day. Um, yeah, he's cool, man. He he, par- he partnered not too long ago. Oh, he yeah. got it. Oh, good. I'm pretty. He he applied for he it, applied. and then I was actually on his stream when when he he got the acceptance of wow. it. Wow, and uh, he was kind of in tears, man. That guy was cool, dude. I had him you on know? the show. He is a fucking mm. rocker, dude. I love that guy. Like he, dude. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're in the typo negative, but like he was absolutely, like, dude. He fucking his yeah. band has a song with Peter Steele. He has like stories <laughs> about like fucking doing yeah. blow with Peter yeah. Steele all night and then banging <laughs> yeah. groupies and shit. Like, jeez. But um, I forgot why so I brought. Wild. I forgot why I brought just Joe up. God damn it! I, I, there was a. Reason. We were talking about. Well, we were talking about getting partnered. Right. Well, no. Well, he. We were talking about DCMA. Oh, that's right. So he was. He was saying he doesn't give a fuck because like just Joe will do live learns and he'll just be playing it and like not even give a fuck. Mm. He has not stopped. He's like, I don't care. Like, mm. let him. I mean, he's like, I think it. He believes that that was just a, a way of scaring people into sort of keeping it together. Me personally, I was like, "Fuck that! I don't even care." I, I know I'm a small streamer, but yeah. all this music you guys hear in the background when it's playing too loud and drowning yeah. out the voices—you know—that's all shit that I've made with me or my friends and stuff, and that I don't right. publish. And and that comes another thing. It's like anything that you've published, you know, that's on Spotify, even if it's your own music can mm-hmm. ping you and get you fucking fucked over and so like we're at another state where it's just like how do we even use our own music as artists on our own as our own content oh i think i lost him yeah i think i think we lost him i i your screen is froze right now but Tight. i can still hear you Tight. oh, oh there, yeah. there it is there's yeah, yeah, we're there back. we go. Yeah, see the internet's doing the internet's doing weird shit, and so yeah, yeah. yeah. you know what, man? Fucking America needs to step their internet game up. We are not number one on internet. We're not number one on education. We're not, we need to get our internet no, at man. least the number one, bro. We're failing. We're failing it, and I might actually move into a spot that's got satellite internet, oh. and I don't know anything about that. And I know, but I have read that it, it is not good. This is how much I'm invested in streaming. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> so the, the the spot that I can move into is dope. Mm-hmm. They have satellite internet. I've read not good things to where you can't stream very well yeah. with satellite internet. That means I won't move into that place. Yeah, dude. I hear streamers say it all the time, though, bro. I hear streamers. Um, Raquel Lilly, who is another giant mm-hmm. partner, it, uh, she's like, I've lived in LA, I've lived all over the country, but like, if you don't have good internet in the neighborhood, I ain't living there, son. So she's, I think she's in Atlanta, and apparently Atlanta has the fucking bomb ass internet, so that's why she lives there. <laughs> B Skrills, he's like, satellite internet will have bandwidth cap. So oh. I'm aware of the cap. Mike, I'll ask him live on your show. This will be, it. this is live for me to, for me to B Skrills right now. Um, um, my concern is not the data plan because I can get the data plan that I need to where internet doesn't drop and you don't lose bandwidth speed. My concern is will the satellite internet be able to hold a stream and not drop and be fast enough and all of those things to to handle what I'm giving it? That's my question yeah. for B-Skrills. Yeah, B-Skrills, do you think that satellite will handle all of this mat? projecting out into the world yeah is it will it handle it as well can they where i can stream as well as a a cable uh a cable internet will 
<laughs> it was funny you mentioned that you were on your Mac. Like we were streaming on our MacBook Pro, and like fucking one time, fucking the 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 fan was going, and it just went, and it just shut well, off. Well, e- e- even with the so the Mac, like I, so I I had my Mac gutted out and souped up for recording purposes, mm-hmm. and I thought that it would um, do the trick for the streaming right. as well. Two birds of one stone, you know. So I had. I had the processor upgraded. Um, I had, you know, it's, I have a 2012 MacBook Pro, which is one of the last years that you could actually upgrade things. Yeah, that's why people buy that that model. So yeah. I have 16 gigs of RAM. I have a I have a whole new processor, you know, in there. I got rid of I got a solid state instead of that fan, you know, thing that's going on. Mm-hmm. So we got all of that stuff going on. Um, it couldn't handle any of the any it, it, the audio was amazing, but it couldn't handle any of the visuals because mm. the oh. graphics cards in Apple suck. Right. Yeah, and, and they, they never had. Yeah, they never will. And there's yeah. and there's nothing you could do about it. Yeah. So I was like, I'm not sinking any more money into this. No, I'm just switching to PC and moving moving along. And, like, and it, it, not only is it cheaper, but it's easier to sort of put together. It's all interchangeable. It's just so much. I mean, fucking in the studio in fucking San Diego, fucking when me and Caleb shared a studio, we had a PC that fucking murdered, man. Mm-hmm. Like it just, it, it did, it did everything you needed, and it, it really just does come down to that bougie. Like I'm an Apple guy, mm-hmm. but of course Apple is wonderful yeah. for audio processing. You know, right. obviously right. there are run them both. Yeah, run exactly. them both. And exactly. that, but in the future, if I need to do something else, I still have an amazing MacBook here that I'm comfortable with. And if I can merge these two and use them without buying anything else, yeah. then why not? Exactly. Uh, if I can't, though, what I mean, I talk about this with Louie and my buddy Geo, which was helping me with some visuals early on. Uh, we came to the, you know, we came to the conclusion, and I'll say it till I'm blue in the face. The one thing that fixes all your problems is money. Yeah. You just buy the, <laughs> buy the right thing, abandon that third-party driver, yeah. and get the fucking thing you need, and let it do what it does. And so the problem is though with the the streaming game, it's, it's super, exp- it can be super expensive to do it to be like one of these top-notch people mm. and whatnot. But again, the other beautiful thing. Is that it doesn't matter if you have like the best shit or not. If you're honest and you get a and you get a clean audio coming out, it doesn't even have to be a fancy audio, mm-hmm. reverbs and what. You get a clean audio coming out. You do your thing, and your chat will eventually help take care of you because they care. Yeah. And they want you to have a good stream, and they will they will donate to your. You set up a PayPal. They will help, and because they care, not because they. I mean, maybe some of them donate because they feel. I mean, I've experienced a little bit of this, not even necessarily like through someone donating to me personally, but I know other streamers that they have had a lot of confusion on their page where, uh, and it bleeds into their Discord, you know. And this kind of this is going to be a little bit long-winded because it it's takes okay. me into another thought that I do want to address like, about Twitch with mental health and things. Please, but but, but um, you know it. <laughs> Sometimes the folks on here will donate to your page and spend so much money that they they feel entitled that they they basically own part of your page. Yeah. Like you owe them yeah. to do, and you don't. It's a it's a healthy exchange, just like a real performance. I'm offering you something, and I'm getting something back from you. Uh, not even the monetary, just the exchange of energy. Like, mm. I do this because I need to feel like it's my mental health, like medicine. Right. Like, that's why I play music in the first place. 
Mm. That's it. It's it's cathartic for me, and and I do it. I just so happen to have gotten lucky that people pay me to do it, and I and I've ridden that wave. And if that wave stops at some point, I mean, and this could be it. Maybe I got to pivot and do a day job. And <laughs> like you know, our jobs may not come back. So right. so that that's one other thing. But what I've found is that in those confusing moments, like you know, the one topic of conversation that I see exchanged in every one of the streamers, followers, um, everybody in your Discord, it, it, time and time again, is they talk about anxiety and depression. And so uh, I try to remember, and with all of my interactions, I try to keep it the forefront um, to remember that this platform probably, and this maybe this is me being too opinionated, but but when I heard about Twitch and the way that it goes down, right, it's gamers. What do I know about gamers? I know for myself, when I was a child, I loved to play video games and I loved to be antisocial because I got picked on when I was younger or what have you. And I like to sit in my room and I like to play that way and just tune out all the bullshit, sit and play my video game. Well, that type of person that was super smart, way the fuck smarter than me in tech, built a platform like Twitch so that he could interact with people just like him and build a reality that was one that he wanted. Yeah. And so that's Twitch. And so I, re I try to remember that because when I talk to these people, like I said, they bring up anxiety and depression. And that tells me, what do I know from a person that had vertigo from it and was bedridden for a year, years ago? Um, uh, I know that you end up on a lot of medications. Mm -hmm. And I know that that makes you not stable. And so I try to empathize and sympathize as much as possible with the way that I interact with some of these people, it's, it could be really volatile and you don't know who's on the other line. You don't, you don't know what they're going through anything. So even if it's a troll, you can't just like tell them to go fuck themselves or whatever. And just like ban them. They're, they're lashing out for some reason. And right. so if you're not like aware that that's going on, just like in real life, like somebody at a bar, you know, in person, like if somebody is just, having a fit and they're drunk in front of me and what I don't know what happened to them they could have lost their grandmother I don't know what went on with that person so if I'm just an asshole right back you can't fight that flame like that with fire it just doesn't it doesn't work yeah. so it bleeds in and I've seen it and it happened and Mike we were talking about it it, it happened in my discord <laughs> about three weeks ago and then I made some decisions and it happened in my discord um, the past few days and we're moving on from it. But it, but it, um, there's just people that, that, that are not well out there. And I feel badly for, for those people. Cause even the ones that like lashed out and, and all those things, like I worry about those people. And it's funny to worry about people that you'd have never met. Mm -hmm. Right. That's an interesting concept. And that's yeah. what Twitch becomes like true. I feel I feel badly when I miss a stream when I'm supposed to stream and I can't I fucking feel I bad do and I'm like I feel a heavy guilt like I like I'm I've offered something like you skipped the gig have, like you like you literally just skipped the gig like you skipped it is your... like I've I've said that I'll be there yeah and people have bought in yeah and they want to be there and then I pull the rug out. I mm. feel like a piece of shit when I miss a stream. Or I'm late. Yeah. Or a piece of technology fails. Like that shit earlier with the camera. Yeah. Man. <laughs> like that's a gam that's a gamut of emotions from PTSD from the last four four and a half months of my life For trying real. to figure this shit out. 
real. Like I've worked really hard to figure this stuff out, and I didn't I didn't know anything about tech yeah. prior to this. So for me, being being a being a, a layman at this, yeah. like this has been a journey, and like a simple glitch like that can ruin my day. Oh, dude. Mm. Be fucking like it throwing my shit. personal day. Oh, dude, just like, like it sucks, man. I feel I feel like I didn't do enough. Like I didn't I prepare enough, or you know, like, I feel you, man. Again, I've been a full time musician for fourteen years. Being prepared and troubleshooting shit is yeah. my mo. Yeah, for and real. When I don't, when I don't know how, fuck. Yeah, I'm problem like, solving is part of the gig. Um, I wanted to the to, to get B Skrills. He was saying that uh, it all depends on upload speeds, and this is talking about will you be able to up uh, to speed or stream like you're doing hooked to a hard cable. He said uh, mm-hmm. it all depends on the upload speeds, but satellite latency could be a major issue. Right. And then he also was saying that uh, uh, Twitch uh, only a, a limit it limits the amount of audio bit rate. And I think um, video bitrate as well until you hit certain um, classifications like partner and mm-hmm. so like yeah tech rage exactly no Raina just put tech rage in the thing no it's for real right? like you'll be sitting there and like you're <laughs> you just want to fucking cry because you're just like I gotta get this fucking thing and yeah it's an emotional roller coaster it is, man this it thing is, it is and, and it's intense and and it, and early I mean. I mean, bless the hearts of the of the of the few, of the mods that have been there from the beginning. The moderators that have helped me with some of this shit. Right. Like my one of my moderators, Izzy. You know, she she's been there since I started this. Man, she, she she's from Australia. Nice. Never met her before. Like, we'd call each other on on Discord, and she would literally like hold my hand, walking through how wow. to do this shit. And I can't imagine how frustrating that would be to deal with some as as someone who is a tech savvy person that works in that field and 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 all of that. Like to sit there and deal with someone like myself asking dumbass questions. It's like when I first found out what an email was. Like I didn't yeah. put this into put this into perspective. Yeah. Emails have been around for quite a while, mm. but. I didn't know what the fucking email was until like 2002, 2001. <laughs> I had never sent an email yeah. before until 2001. Yeah, well, like I mean, I'm the last generation that didn't have the internet as a child. Like, I, that's how me. did that happen? Like, <laughs> even <laughs> we're the same age, but no, but but in, in, to be fair, like depending on like how you came up you might not have had the internet at at, at young like because at one point my family couldn't afford the internet and then and then mm-hmm. at one point we could so like you know it, it's right. just whatever the situation was there was a time where internet was optional and now it's just sort of become <laughs> like the the thing that you need uh, to oh, exist yeah. especially now especially in a yeah. pandemic Matt, thank you so much. I know you have to get out of here. Do you have time to play a, a couple games or a couple rounds of? Uh, I, I'm. I, I mean, I'm. I'm good for now. I mean, it's three o'clock here. My gig's not until five thirty. So I. I, I honestly, I, I have another hour. Oh. Like really, like I'm. I, I, I'm just. I'm just chilling. I just know I got to break down some of this stuff because, funny enough, I, I where I'm living right now, I'm. I'm playing. I, I'm in a loft. Mm-hmm above my very good friend's brewery oh nice. liquid gravity brewery and they've been so gracious enough to let me stay here while i'm in town for the summer wow That's and funny. um yeah and so i play at this brewery uh a few times a month and today is one of those days oh uh we just started doing every other wednesday here and so um i play two sundays a month here already but 
Um, but during these times of fucking fuckery with the pandemic, <laughs> yeah. uh, we don't know what's going on. So like, I like this is one of those days. I, I play at five thirty, but I just got to break shit down to literally take it downstairs and outside to set it up all over again, dude. Um, Breaking this shit down too is another thing where you're like, well, <laughs> well but no, like, cause you were talking yeah. about how, uh, you know, the grind yeah. of, of touring and shit. And it's like I, every mm. musician who I talked to, who was a gigging musician beforehand, it like, this is mm. the hugest thing in their life because it's like, it, it you know like you have to pack your shit up then you have to drive to the gig wherever the fuck that is it could be in, uh, like five minutes away to like fucking two days away who fucking knows and yeah. uh you get there you got to set your shit up if you if you're if you're that kind of musician who has to set their own shit up uh you know set your shit all up. of us all of us yeah <laughs> dealing with, <laughs> you know talking to bartenders talking to people right. playing your gig you know dealing with drunks then you gotta tear shit down mm. while people are trying to talk your fucking ear off mm. about dumb shit because they're drunk as fuck then you gotta drive home and if you're an asshole like me who lives in ohio and fuck it and and it's winter you could be driving home at two three in the morning negative six and then you gotta fucking unload your shit and fucking below zero fucking weather take it in so it doesn't freeze yes because you can't leave it in the fucking car because it'll freeze and break and then by the time you lay down in bed you're just like uh, that that uh, you know 200 bucks or whatever you got paid for the night you're just it's like i don't know what the fuck i'm doing here like what yeah you, you always feel like I, I i i i cover a song uh as of recent i, I learned it during the pandemic because it was just stuck in my head but noah gunderson he's from seattle and he he wrote a song called selfish art mm-hmm. and um after this stream or what have you like you should probably listen to it the words to his song just kind of floored me and one of them in, in there is um is you always feel like you're doing something wrong Mm-hmm. you know yeah. as a writer and it's and it's literally that you're doing all these things with a smile on your face and you get re- real laughter and smiles out of it and and fulfillment and all those things but but there's an undertone constantly because of the conditionment that we were talking about earlier that is ingrained in your memory since you're a child that being a musician is not a job right and it's not respected as that even even if you come to the point where like I just I just bought a house on the back of it right so like I've done some things enough for some bank to say, you know what? You proved it, son. Like, I'm going to let you own something in this country. <laughs> yeah. And they did it. And so even with that, I still feel like every day I should probably just stop. Uh, There's a little – the little part of me is like, you know, money is easy to make and jobs are out there. I should just go get another job. Yeah. And my life would be easier or whatever. But – um yeah, you constantly feel like you're battling this, like I'm doing something wrong. Yeah. When, when we're not, you no, know what I mean? No, not at it's, all. It's, this is the toughest job I ever had. I mean, if I put in the hours, if I put in the hours that I've put in to be a musician into anything else, like being a doctor, I'd have like five different PhDs. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? For like, sure. Like, yeah, it, it's it's it takes a lot to do this. No, you're right, um, and 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 there is a lot of opposition to being an artist in this country. Uh, you know, like I I know, and in there's some countries, you know, like they take care of their artists. They art is very much appreciated. It's very important. Mm-hmm. And then for whatever reason, we love music. We love to consume art. We love to you know to enjoy a movie. We love to listen to our favorite band. But like. 
God help us if we have to go support them or fucking respect them as human beings or fucking, you know, like, or like, here's a fucking dollar. Now play what I said, fucking loser. You know, like, and and, and the constant. And a lot of that. And and the constant barragement from from childhood. Like, I mean, I I don't know what your mom said to you, but like, my mom always told me, it's like, music's fine, but make sure you go to college so you have something to fall back on until you inevitably fail at being a musician because Mm -hmm. that's what you're going to do you're going to fail your family's yeah. going to starve and, and See, i was very i was fortunate in that arena like my, yeah. my parents like my father sang professionally for 28 years but mm. his career was over before i was born mm. my parents uh you know my dad passed two years ago he was 76 my mom's 77 now i'm 37 so they they had me late in life wow. but um but never once did they make me feel bad mm-hmm. that i was playing they yeah. never once said Hey, can you stop that? Like, hey, you, uh, you're too noisy. Right. Hey, your your amp's too loud, and I'm trying to sleep. Right. Not I 100 not once. Like, the most that that ever happened when I when I just graduated high school and I was still living at my mom's, and I was just I just picked up a guitar, so I'm just learning, right? So her her bedroom was right down the hall from mine, and. I must have been so fucking annoying, and so I, I, I was learning, trying to learn these, these, and I'm, I'm trying to play Megadeth. And yeah. shit, you know what I mean? So you, so you, so you can imagine, you know, I'm playing oh, Dream yes. Theater, trying to play Dream Theater in my room, you know, <laughs> like these things that don't make sense anyway, right. like you know these riffs, and so, and so I'm trying to play this stuff, and my mom would be like, she just like real, real kindly and politely be like, hey, uh, it's like four in the morning, and she's like. She's like, hey, um, how much longer are you going to be practicing? <laughs> she would just ask that, and yeah. I knew like it's getting, oh, just a few more minutes, mom. I'm about, you know, I'm about to turn things off. Yeah, know, I'm about to go to bed. And so I would do that. And then how I knew that I was gaining some ground in playing and and learning how to do it right um, is slowly I stopped hearing that question, and within that first year. Um, I would be like, dude, is my mom all right? Like, I haven't fucking heard anything <laughs> out of my mom shit. in a minute. She was asleep. Yeah. I started to put her to sleep. Aww. And so I knew I knew that, like, it just, I wasn't being as shitty as I was right. when I was learning, you know. But it was, those, but they never once, uh, you know, hindered my progression in music or made me feel badly for when I was going to school for kinesiology, like I, I was going to school for that in college and I was playing basketball. I played junior college basketball for oh, two shit, years. Nice. And so, and so like I, my life was an athlete before music. And so, um, when I started to get into music, it started to take me over and my major started to switch from kinesiology to being a music major. Mm-hmm. And so then I minored in physical education instead of that. I never finished those degrees because I couldn't afford to go to school anymore. Yeah. But, um, you know, that's a whole nother, bit of conversation but but yeah slowly music took over and then fuck rest is history somebody yeah and and i don't want to sit here and sound like i'm throwing my mom under the bus because Mm -hmm. i'm not she was a Mm -hmm. sweetheart and she and she and when parents say these things to their kids like make sure that you fucking pick a real career and not this made-up playland thing oh right right, right, and and it's coming from a place of love you know it's coming from a place of like because they they just don't want to see you suffer and they just think artists artists suffer that's you know the starving artist so it comes from a place well i guess i said all of that story to say that i'm fucking pissed they didn't say that to me because i'd be (laughs) Because I'd be a millionaire right now, 
because I'd have a badass job and I wouldn't be living in a loft above, above a fucking brewery during a pandemic. Like we'd be we'd be set, dude. Like, <laughs> just- I, I wish. They would have just been like, Matt, get a fucking job. Like, go find a career, a real career. I'd have got a job. I'd have got a degree, and I would fuck. I would oh, be dude. sitting here. You know, no, I'd be like, like dude, let's fuck. we'd be on a mountaintop somewhere. You don't. You, know? you, you make you make a lot of sense there, uh, but <laughs> uh, but you know what? Again, I, I do want to say that my my parents were very supportive, but they just. But but we got lucky, right? We got lucky because there's some mm-hmm. kids out there that are not lucky yeah. that that who yep. get their any kind of creativity squashed out of them, like either by an art 100%. teacher or a, a, a domineering father mm-hmm. or whatever the situation mm-hmm. is. You know what I mean? Like whatever it is, some of these kids just get it squashed right out of them. They go and become like whatever right. their parents wanted them to be, and then they become mm-hmm. miserable and angry and pass that generational yeah. hatred and anger yeah. to their children. And you absolutely. Know, some people become some people become mass shooters yeah. and 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 others don't and that's that's where that stems from yeah you know that that crushing your dreams like you're not allowed to have them right um i mean that's a big fucking deal in the human psyche and yeah, so for sure and and that's doing it wrong and and it's and it's interesting because it doesn't have to come from your parents necessarily i mean like you look at people in mass you look at south chicago it's like when you grow up in object poverty like that is like what kind of beyond this do you really see you know what i mean like it, it kind of it sort of relates into that realm where it's like it doesn't even have it like it's in our culture to sort of destroy dreams even though this is supposed to be the mm-hmm. land of opportunity um right. this, this thing that's been sold to us but you know people are i mean and, and, and now we're in a sort of a reckoning you know as a nation we're re- we're reckoning that situation mm-hmm. where like people are pissed and you know like mm-hmm. uh i don't know man it, it's it's I, it- Go ahead, please. it's a it's an in-depth uh it's a long uh, road and we're, we're uh, so many worlds collided during this pandemic yeah. and and some may say got brought to light yeah i don't think so they've always been there we just have the internet that's right that, that's the only right. difference is information age mm-hmm. all these issues have been there anybody who's traveled anybody who's experienced culture have been fortunate enough to experience culture in their life especially growing up in it um it, it just these things have been on the forefront of people's minds and being fought for and against for since I've been alive. It's yeah. been far before me. Oh, yeah. But when the pandemic hit, all you have all day is to sit and think about it. Yeah. And then you're in this you're in this, this country in particular is why it's such a mess is you're in this country that, that builds entitlement into your very being yeah. from, when you're, from when you're born and, and being a consumer. Yes. And so we're in this mess while we want to lash out because we could do whatever we want and we're allowed and it's our right Mm -hmm. and all and george carlin said that shit best man when we were kids a right isn't a right if it could be taken away that's called a privilege we're allowed to have privileges and i don't care what color you are you don't have rights in this country they don't allow you it's a privilege and we saw it when they were shooting rubber rubber bullets at people standing on their porches in LA you know the beginning of this they're not doing that anymore which is now they're just snatching people up off the street yeah throwing them in vans Jesus you don't you don't have rights and it's escalated and there's but they've conditioned people so far down a rabbit hole that they fight for them to be allowed to take their rights away Mm -hmm. right they they, they fight for it and they don't even know that they're fighting for it 
Oh, and and you know, like for me personally, like that that that's a touchy subject too because I I do have mm-hmm. a firm belief in 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 the rights that are here, and and you're mm-hmm. right, we're not. Mm-hmm. It it, mm-hmm. it is a privilege to to live here mm-hmm. and and to be able to to have even though this is a fucked up system, it's still a pretty good system. Mm-hmm. Like we don't have to worry. 100%. About, we don't have to worry about getting dysentery from our well because mm-hmm. fucking you know because right. uh, we got clean water coming out of the faucet. So right. we we do have this privilege and um and these rights though man like like for instance this, I, I mean this- it in, i mean it in the sense when i said privilege i mean it in the sense that if they can take it away yeah then it's it's not a right right a right and they're taking them away right right and that's what I, they're proving to us i see what you say the have nots mm-hmm. how much they have right Right, and there's not not a whole lot that we can do about it, but they've got us bickering yes. amongst each other to divert right. the attention right. away from the real problem. Right. Yep. right. No, exactly, and that's something you that know. we've been talking about. I've been talking about a lot is that you know you have all these companies like Amazon and mm-hmm. and, um, and and uh, you know like getting on board, taking sides with this BLM mm-hmm. thing, which I think is great. You mm-hmm. know, I think it's wonderful. Me too. That inclusion's wonderful. Mm-hmm. I love it, but. But what I think is happening is that they're sort of amplifying the dissension because, in reality, companies like Amazon, who Jeff Bezos just now became the most, the richest man ever in the universe ever, and um, they don't, they, they, companies like Amazon, these huge conglomerates, they fucking, they're basically one with our government. And what ends up happening is, is that they get all these legislations passed where they get these tax cuts, where they don't have to pay, where they're able to sort of skip out on paying their part. And, and all that tax money that should be kind of going dumping back into our communities and shit is kind of just lost in, in, in profit to these people. And so it, it's in their best interest to keep people worried about, you know, black and white, because it takes away from the fact that they're just sitting there robbing us. And we're working our asses off paying. As a consumer, we're doing our American duty as consumers, but yet we're Mm -hmm. dumping it into a system that's not giving us anything back. And that's the biggest. We said it at the beginning. We said it at the beginning of this podcast. The haves and the the have-nots. That's always been the problem. It will always be the problem. Mm -hmm. And and that, to me, I agree 100% with what you're saying. It's, it's 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 the hard truth. That no one wants to pay attention to because right. we're tribal and we like to stick to our groups and we like to stick to what we know and we hold on to the old. We don't like to move forward. Mm-hmm. Again, like they, people say, the the definition of insanity is what? Like you keep doing something, getting the same result. Yeah. Why? Why do we keep doing that? Right. Because we keep doing it. Yeah. I'm all for it. Burn it all down. <laughs> Burn all the cars. Do it. I'm all for it. Like I understand that. Like. Being peaceful doesn't have someone turn around to pay attention to what's going on. Yeah, that's right. why violence happens. Because when right. you do something violent, someone has to stop and look. Mm-hmm. At least right. look for right. a second. Yeah, I agree completely. I grew up poor, so I understand that. Mm-hmm. People right. who haven't grown up poor think, "Oh man, you're just being a, you're just being a piece of shit because things don't go your way." Work <laughs> right. harder. Yeah, no right. one cares. Work harder. When you're right. poor, you don't have a voice. You know? When a lot of people who are poor come together then the voices get louder and louder and louder like you said mm-hmm. they gotta look at us now mm-hmm. yeah but i don't you know when you say like burn it all down then people are gonna put something on you like oh well how about the mom and pop shop i know that's not what you're saying though right you know but people put words in your mouth like 
oh, so you think the floral shop down the street and the local thing should get burned down? Like, sure. I'm not talking about that. You sure. Know? I'm not ta- what I'm talking about is when I say something like that, things need to change. Right. And if and if violence is the vehicle for that, I understand because I grew up in it. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, but with that, I will say, if you're going to be the person to spout off and to burn things down, you better have a plan. Because, right. and my question to all of that is, what is the version? What what is the what is the tangible thing that you need to see that would make you feel good enough that change happened and you'll go home? Mm. That's my question because if you don't know what that goal looks like, you gotta have a you gotta have a, a, a vision of what that tangibly looks like, the end goal. Mm-hmm. You gotta have that because if you don't have that, you're just burning fucking cars, yeah. man, and you're yeah. adding to the problem. Yeah, what's it all for? Like, yeah. What's yeah. The end? You have to know why you're doing it, what it looks like, what you want to get out of it. Because right. it, I mean, if if you don't know what your version of success is, your definition of that, mm-hmm. it's a lost cause. Like. You have to know what the definition of success is to you. Yeah. You have to. Yeah, for sure. It, it, or, or else you're doomed to wander aimlessly, like being mad at the world just because you don't understand. You, I don't get it. Why isn't it going my way? And it doesn't fix anything. No. It right. doesn't fix anything. It adds to the chaos and it makes it worse. Yeah. I believe in all of the stuff that's going on right now. I understand completely mm. because, again, I'm, I've, I'm, I understand I'm a have-not. Yeah. I don't mm. care how blue collar I am. I'm a have not. Yeah. Like there's people that don't give a shit. But if I don't have a plan, then it's all it's all for nothing. I'm making it worse. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Enter like, Twitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for real though. Yeah. For real. Because like the way I'm looking at I mean honestly, because I, I freak myself out and you know I listen to a lot of things. I listen to people on the right, I listen to people on the left, I listen to people in the center, I listen to financial people and it's like the way things are shaping out to be, like I feel like if you have a savings that maybe you should diversify out of the US dollar. And like and, and what's so interesting about Twitch is is these things called bits, which are I don't know, you know, they're they're universally the same amount. Like, I'm just wondering, you know, how this is all going to transfer if the dollar bottoms out and all mm-hmm. of a sudden, you know, Twitchers, you know, they people, especially people who are, who have it going and who are making a living or or supplementing living. I'm just wondering how that will affect them if the U.S. dollar does mm-hmm. bottom out because this is a global community. Mm-hmm. Do you think that maybe that people like especially American Twitchers might have a chance to sort of ride through it as a musician because of uh, because it is a global community and the and the U.S. dollar is the U.S. dollar? You know that's not going to affect. It's all the more reason to be involved with Twitch if you if if you're making finance fa- you know finances from it. It's mm-hmm. all the more reason. Yeah, because the American dollar is going to bottom out. See, we, we, we haven't seen uh, we haven't seen a spike in the world just dropping the way that they have. Even in the Great Depression, they didn't drop the way that they did. So we're gonna see a wave of things coming because of that. This and because it's global, it's another reason that it might help you stay afloat some way during the madness of all of this. Because this country is running into the ground at high speeds we've never seen and the powers that be that are governing even before 
our current Biff Tannen president that we have now. Like we, you know, we're literally living in Back to the Future. Like this is the sequel we never wanted. Right. But even prior to that, we've been on a crash course for a long time, and we could paint it and paint those pictures any way we want. That that some of those politicians were for us or what have you. Mm-hmm. They're politicians at the end of the day, and there hasn't been one that has done any bit of good. Now, I mean, going. I mean, we're getting in political rants, which is fine. But like, yeah. I mean, even take 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 Bernie. I mean, he was he was. If we were going to have a best shot, I agree that he was probably our best shot. Even how senile that man can be <laughs> in different ways. Because, yeah. you know, and the fact that he probably wouldn't even last to see the end of his term. He's a very old man, and I don't know why we get these choices. Yeah, I like the guy, but at the same time, you got the guys like that that have been spouting off things for the people all this time. Where are they when they lose the campaign or they you don't they don't get what they wanted and get the position they wanted they fucking disappear. Yeah. Where are these people that cared about us so much while they were campaigning and wanted your vote? Where are they? Right. People keep posting a picture that you know that Bernie you know was walking in the civil rights movement. I'm I'm glad that he was. Yeah. Great. Fucking awesome. That but now where are you? After you spouted the "I want free health care for everybody," where are you? Right. You should be in the public eye, and not. You should take some of that mansion money that you're living in and keep yourself in the public eye, so we can see you, right. mm-hmm. so that people can you can fight for us, right. because we believed you. Right. Where right. are you? Right. We need you. They're not there because they're politicians. They don't give a shit. Right. right. That's that's a great point. Uh, I I never figured it like that because like even if he lost the presidency, doesn't mean he can't do good for the world. We all know who he is. We believed in him. Yeah. He don't mean shit. That's just a seat. That's just a, a placeholder sometimes, you know? And these, po- these, these positions of politics, you should be a servant of the people. Exactly. That's, that's why you're there. You shouldn't be doing right. it so you can be a career politician and right. live in a mansion far after you didn't, didn't get the seat or not. That's what they're doing. They're living off of us giving not just our tax dollars, but the extra bucks saying, fuck, we need you. I right. believe you, and then they drop off the map. That's mm-hmm. been since before I was born. It's been the same thing. Yeah. Right. Definition of insanity. Remember that the yeah. same thing. Right. Man, and that it just it breaks my heart because no one's talking about it that way. Right. Like, I want to see these people far after they lose. Right. The people that that really had something to say that affected my life, I want to see them fight for me. Yeah. They, I, they've they've gained themselves into a position. Of level mm-hmm. to have their word be posted all over the commercials, posted all over the billboards. They got money to put to keep it. Man, if I had that kind of money to fucking promote an album, Jesus <laughs> Christ, God damn, platinum like, baby. Oh, fuck. And then you'd be able to keep it there because we're in a consumer-based society. So like, so you know what I mean. You'd have the fi- finances to keep it where it needs to be. Right. Well. Bernie, you got the, the here's my shout out to Bernie. You got the finances to keep yourself where you need to be. Yeah. Where the fuck are you? Because right. I, we we need you. Right, man. Like Yeah, yeah, no, it's 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 definitely just become this system that's sort of uh, like I, it's just become so riddled with corruption and 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 like when you when you think and, and this goes back to that whole like entitlement thing that's sort of baked into our psyche where it's just like we're number one and then even for me to sit back and be like I can't believe how far we've just fallen apart. I mean I can, but like 
that feeling still of like, you know, this is America. This is America. This is still America, ain't it? Goddamn. This Put is an still, apostrophe on that fucking thing. You know what I mean? This is still America, ain't it? I mean, goddamn. And and, and, and right. that still comes rattling out because, it, because I, you know, is as much as much as we as much shame of this country has brought upon itself over the years over history it's like i still am a goddamn proud american i'm fucking mm-hmm. uh, i right i still fucking respect the flag i'll stand for it i'll need you know i'll mm-hmm. fucking i'll kneel too which is part of being american it fucking it is right. protesting the shit that you don't believe in too so it's just like I, I see like how people are protesting wearing masks and you know like I'm, right. I'm just like in my head I'm just like well they're goddamn Americans right this fucking America ain't it and, and then yeah. on the other hand it's like well goddamn it why do you want to fucking keep spreading this disease why do you want it like why is this such a big deal for you to fucking just play along until we're fucking through this thing so it's just this really weird well, dichotomy we've, that we're we've made a on. we've made a, a conscious decision and I understand both. Mm-hmm sides of this decision and when when these you know when these um protests started um these gatherings i understand why Mm. and i've again i grew up on the border of mexico i've been seeing shit like this since i was a kid um and and it's not a surprise it's never not been there um it happens every day and so i understand why people started to gather and i support why they gathered then the other side of it is the decision that we made is that we don't, while not knowing shit about this virus, because all the, especially because all the information we get is skewed and in different directions to keep us all fucked up, um, we made a conscious decision that we don't care on as much about our older people and our autoimmune people, and we made a conscious decision saying, you know, we've had enough, and race is more important right now. So let's do during the midst of a fucking global pandemic that is affecting the whole world, not just America, which would be the hugest hoax I've ever heard of if that's the thing. But those same people that are at those marches too are the same people that are that are saying, you know, look at that Alex Jones listening fucking conspiracy conspiracy right. nut yeah. right. and all that. But if they're the conspiracy nut and you're mindfully going out into a crowd of thousands of people, right. even if you're wearing a mask, come the fuck on. Like you like you gotta take ownership of your decision and your decision was to say, This is more important than that. Mm-hmm. Right. And I understand and I'm okay with like the reason, but we gotta be real here. We're in a fucking moment in time right. that we don't know shit about and people are dying left and right. Yeah. And so it only takes one with the virus and we've got thousands in the streets yeah. and in yeah. the parks. Peaceful or not, it ha- that has no bearing on the point that I'm making. Like, yeah. We're in a global fucking pandemic. My right. mother's 77 years old yeah. and some of my closest friends have autoimmune diseases, which a lot of us are in that very same boat. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, you can point the finger and say you're not posting enough race matters on on Facebook and you're a piece of shit for being silent because silence is violence. Yeah. But you're killing people right. just right. the same. You're yeah. contributing right. in a different way. See, it's people need to um, – one guy I think everyone should listen to 
uh, there's a and I'll text this to you, Mike, when we're done with with it. I, I will text this YouTube video to you. It's a TED talk by Robert Sapolsky. He's hmm. a microbiologist. He's a very world-renowned man. He's literally one of the smartest minds that we've ever had on the planet Earth, and that guy is a specialist. He's an expert in the human condition and why, but he's an expert in genes. Mm. And bro, you, there's so much shit happening and the, we got to know the reason why people do things. Um, if we're, if we're going to judge them harshly mm-hmm. and we leave out the knowing why, and we go straight to judging people harshly. Yeah. And, um, it's a problem and people are they they want to fucking feel like they're doing something instead of educating themselves first and then making a plan and then doing things like yeah. there feels like the first feeling that people go to mm-hmm. like they don't think on it and then if outrage is you're feeling after you think on it then that's your mm-hmm. that's your educated feeling but right. people's usual feeling is like i don't like that fuck right. that person or fuck right. that or fuck that group of people, which mm-hmm. shouldn't be like that. But also, it's ingrained in you know our internet culture, our comment culture, our cancel culture, mm-hmm. uh, the woke culture. Even though I'm with the woke people, sometimes they mm-hmm. can be fucking shitheads too. Mm-hmm. You know, the biggest, the biggest. They like shit. To call right. everything racist, and they like to even call people like comedians racist. Like you need a certain mm-hmm. part of a culture to make light of heavy situations. Yes. Well, and to add to that, if you're if you're a true, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I definitely don't want to use the word patriot. But if you're a true um, innovator in the human consciousness, if you're that person, the last person that you should want to not be part of your audience is the person that has a different view than you. Right. You want that person. And I'm sick of seeing people disregard the latter and just say, if you don't believe what I believe, you're a piece of shit. Right. Right. That's not, that's not the audience you want. If you're preaching to the same people, uh, in a room that believe what you believe, then you just become the Hitler. Right. And you X out all the other people and you're trying to build a master race of people that think like you do. And And that is what side you come from too. Whatever your beliefs in left it doesn't matter. Yeah. There it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like there's it, it, no understanding without having both sides. Uh, it, it, you, if you're trying to make a right out of a wrong, you want to talk to the wrong. You don't want to talk to another right. Right. That's the that's the whole point, and it's and it's a it's a very interesting time to be alive. While mm-hmm. at the same time, it's the most peaceful time that's ever been in the world's history. Right. As much chaos and crazy shit, literally, this is the most peaceful time we've ever had in the world, ever. Right. We don't have people just like we don't have barbarians just kicking down your door and raping and pillaging and fucking. Right. You know, it's well. A, I mean, kind of. It just doesn't look the same. Right. It's a different look. It's a completely. But different as far look. as physical violence, this is the most peaceful time that's ever been. Right. But on paper. There's your real slaughters that are happening. Legislation, systematic problems, and all of that. But you got to know the whys before you can fix, you know? You have to know where it's coming from and where it's stemming from. And if you're making your decisions based off emotions, then you're, you're destined to fail. Right. 
everything's been uh, politicized. Everything's being politicized, and everything is all about party politics. Like, either like the Bulls or the Lakers. If I say I like Michael Jordan, people think I automatically hate Kobe Bryant. So if I say right. I, if I say I like Biden, then people right. automatically think I hate Donald Trump. But you know, there's some things that Trump I agree with, and there's some things I don't. Something. I agree with with Biden and some things I don't. And, but the, and the problem is, is my friends say, oh, Trump said this. And I kind of agree with him on that. I'll be like, fuck, you're a fucking racist. Right. And you hate right. him. Right. I'm like, well, I didn't say all that. I said, I agree with one thing he said. Maybe a right. couple and a couple right. things Bernie says and Biden right. and Obama. You know? yeah, they're all politicians at the end of the day and they don't give a fuck about any of us. So right. Right. that's where I stand in the middle. So I, I keep them. I pay attention. Mm-hmm. But they're not getting too close to my emotions because right. I understand where I sit. I'm a have not, there I have. So mm-hmm. that's just kind of where we sit. Right. I, I just think there just needs to be healthier exchanges and to bring this full circle. I think Twitch offers a healthier exchange than every other social media that I take part in, which is all of them. Mm-hmm. And I think I, I do think Twitch offers that and and on a level of people viewing what I offer, I think the the gratitude for that is honest and I think it's real and I think if I'm going to make a change or contribute to like the world in any way, I mean music is the medicine that I that I offer. That's all I've got. I don't have finances, I don't have education, I don't have all of those other things that I would need to make a bigger effect. But if I can affect my circle in a positive way, and music is my vehicle to do so, then that's all—that's the most that I can contribute. And mm-hmm. if enough people affect their cert, their small circle, then you got a bunch of small circles, and right. you have a mass movement of good people. And that one person can't change the world, but a right. bunch of small circles of good people can shake the fucking grounds of anything that we've got built right now. So, like, why why not focus on that? And I, again. I would advise every musician that I know to join Twitch because yeah. that is the platform and you're reaching global communities. Right. You're and not stuck in the bar down the street. You're not right. stuck with your Facebook platform that doesn't have the interaction that you right. need. That you're just be- getting buried in the algorithms anyways. Um, the al- oh, the algorithms. <laughs> the geez. algorithms. Yeah. That's an- the algorithm. That's another. The algorithms. Oh. No, it's a fucking mess, bro. But... No, you know, just sort of going back to that. Mm, oh my God, we got mm. a hype train coming. Oh my God, mighty mighty. Well, there you go. Thank you for the subs. Hey, hey you know what? And, and I, Mike, you you you've been out of work during this whole time. Oh, Am I wrong? Yes. Or, or, yes. Right. So, no, in this chat, I hope there's some. Yeah, there's some people from from my channel. Everything you donate, please donate it to Mike. Please, please give bits to this channel and give all the I appreciate the stuff. Like I, I've, I mean, I've been playing music, make, making some finances back from streams, which isn't much. Mm. But I know some people aren't making anything and still putting in the hours. Right. So for everybody that's out there, please fucking please donate to this I this page. Hey, I appreciate um, it. I mean, it's never expected here, guys. Any time that you guys bid, I, I really do appreciate it, and I really. I appreciate the kind words in the chat about this being a good interview and stuff. Uh, I'm just sort of get, to get to the game because I know I was supposed to. We were supposed to get to the game like 40 minutes ago, but um, just the, I just want. I got 30 more minutes. We're good. <laughs> I got 30 more minutes. We're good. Uh, thanks for the bits, Willow. Um, for the 100 bits, that's amazing. Um, 
the thing I wanted to stress about not having shutting people down because they don't agree with what you're saying, um, mm. and and especially shutting down like comedians and artists for saying how they feel or talk speaking out against censorship and stuff like that. Mm. When you do that and you shut people down, and it forces them into the arms of extremism. And I feel like right. that's kind of where how we got into this point, this point anyways, yeah. because we silenced so many people because they didn't say the right things that didn't that made, you know, they were saying things that made people feel bad. And like, and I don't want anybody mm-hmm. to feel bad. Like, that's not what I think. But but this is life. And you're gonna mm-hmm. fucking feel bad. Like, it's part of life. Yeah. And, and I feel like we're trying to foam everything right now. And, and by doing that, we're sort of pushing people into you know into extreme thinking it's extreme idealisms and- i agree completely yeah. and it's these conversations that need exactly. to be had and so exactly. like you've been to my old house in san diego so yep. you've been to the bonita house yeah you know south and east Lake. so dope. uh right I, man uh it's an end of an era right now unfortunately yeah. we could talk about that off the <laughs> off the air but but you know there's a lot of things that have transpired and they're not not so good things and yeah and uh but but at any rate we well the the whole concept I was saying earlier about building uh, or affecting your small circle as mm-hmm. best you can in a positive, educated way, that's the key. So what uh, one thing that we did, which is how I met you, and you ended up at my house during a symposium. Mm-hmm. So we used to hold a symposium once, probably every two months on a Tuesday, when all of us musicians had the day off normally on a Tuesday. Um, and we used to have a guest speaker come in that specialized in a certain topic. Like from cancer research to propaganda, like Professor Roscoe from Southwestern College in San Diego. So, like, we had guys like that. People, women and women and men from different expertise arenas, come in and do a 20-minute presentation in our living room. It was invitation only, and we used to post something on Facebook at the time. That's all we had, and you know, you get all these requests like for people that wanted to come, and then we would sift through and invite them and you know they could bring a plus one or what have you because you didn't want too many complete strangers in your house it was our home so there's that but but we used to have and it was anywhere between like 40 and 80 people would show up to our house to this night to listen to this speaker we'd have a band that was releasing an album or something play for 30 minutes as people got there to promote them and i personally would with with help of some others um would cook for all these people and they would give a presentation and at the end of that uh, it was a Q&A for at least an hour after they were done. And you could ask anything you want. If you didn't believe what they believed, you could sit there and fucking argue with somebody that's an expert in that arena uh, that does it. And and that right there, like, like, we had fights in our house, bro, like real fucking debates about – and debates should be uncomfortable. That's yeah. how you reach a new understanding of where you are right. and a truth of where you need to go. And so that was our way of affecting our circle – the best that we could and i think that alone i just want to explain what we did with that because i think not many people think of doing that in their communities in their friend circles but i think if people did that more often uh, and now we can't gather like in huge groups but you could you could gather 30 or less and do social distancing and do the same shit Mm -hmm. you could literally do this right now uh especially with all the time that people have on their hands Oh Jesus! Like you could affect your circle in a way, and I I just think that that's something for people to think about and maybe implement in the way that they do things. Because it it I mean that's how I met Mike. Like it's brought amazing people into my life, 
but education and again to not base things off of emotion and to listen to somebody who's talking like the cancer research person that we brought in to speak that was probably one of the best ones we ever had because it was a you always hear these stereotypes and these and these things that people say about if they just keep you sick they make more money mm -hmm. than curing the illness right and that stigma that gets placed on pharmaceutical companies because of who they're in bed with which there are a lot of problems corruption and everything but you had somebody who's been in the been in the arena f of work on the forefront of it for 35 plus years and she was speaking in our house yeah and she yeah. tore up every stigma that there was man people threw up all that she had she had an answer for every bit of it and an educated one right and it wasn't a volatile one it was a real one That's and cool. there's nobody in the room that had a PhD that could sit there and tell her that she was wrong but right. she explained in detail why and that's something that is priceless and and we're literally looking at that very problem of people's opinions while we have all this time on we uh, you know on our hands you start to see the joke surface now where like YouTube PhD people out there with their with their with their conspiracy theory <laughs> issues and they don't believe in science because they're bought in like like how do how do I know man if you don't have a PhD in that arena I don't want to hear a fucking bit of what you're right. gonna tell me what to do in regards to a virus like right. I, I just don't yeah I feel you I just can't I can't go down that rabbit hole of of con it's a consumerism rabbit hole yeah I understand right. it. But I'm not entitled to sit here and say that I'm smarter than someone else that's dedicated their whole life. It's like right. someone telling me how to play my guitar with, when they've never played a note and I've invested 22 years. Right. You can go fuck yourself. Like <laughs> I don't want to know what – or someone telling me how to be a full-time musician that has never done that and I've been a full-time full musician for 14 years. Right. I don't – I'll listen to you, mm -hmm. but I'm not hearing you. I've lived this right, right. for for so long. Like I, I don't. The proof's in the pudding, and and those people that work in our in our house really brought and merged those worlds. You know, for years. It's, yeah, I was gonna ask the, you that. So, was there a person kind of like the YouTube PhD people that came to your house all the time? Would they say things like? But uh, I, I, mm -hmm. you, you're probably bought out by a corporation. You know, like really staunch comments like that. Would they um, say in real life? Like no, I don't no, because no, because that person blah, blah, blah. that says something like that, especially at that point in time, uh -huh. um, that says something or feels that way. For one, I don't think they have the balls to do it in person. No, because there's real consequence. Well, there. Well, there's real conversation, right. a consequence in conversation. You're talking to someone like that. You can't just like x out the button and turn exactly. the web browser off. Yep. They're not going nowhere. Right. Like they've got real experience and they can back it up exactly. and talk about it. So knowing that going in, that person doesn't surface. Mm. They they don't. There have been some heated debates in there. I mean, there was. I mean, even. Um, like a professor Orozco like came in. I don't mean to like name him or, or anything. I'm sure he's not on Twitch, so like he's not gonna worry about it. But but he was a professor, um he was a social science professor at um and a history, you know, professor at uh uh Southwestern College in um in Southwest you know, South San Diego, mm -hmm. Southeast San Diego. And um he did a presentation on propaganda. Now this was during the Trump uh this is like actually this is shortly after Trump got elected president, right? So 
So you had a lot of heated people, a lot of emotion to people after the ride that Bernie took us on, and he was so close and then got screwed over and all the stuff that went on, right? Mm. So he did a presentation on propaganda, and, and Trump was a focal point of that, but he's a history expert uh, of sorts, you know, and uh, he, he, he didn't uh, have a PhD, but, he, you know, he had his master's, and so um, so he, he had a very high level and understanding of, of propaganda. Mm. He gave this beautiful presentation, but I noticed early on that the people in the room weren't there to debate it. They were there to pat each other on the butt and say, hey, man, we're friends. Mm -hmm. Like, this is, you're just like me, man. We mm -hmm. should hang out and we should bash the other side. Because, and they were making jokes and comical things, and, 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 and I get it, and, and it's not even that I disagree with some of the things they said, right. but this was a place for debate. Right. And so... When so I, I tried to spark some debate in that room, and so did uh, Mike. You know Diego, mm -hmm. our drummer. Yeah. Nice. So Di Diego's that guy, and he's a scientist too. Mm. So, and he works in the medical field now, and he's that guy, yeah. educated man. So he started to spark a debate, and the debate never really took place. It just couldn't get going. There was too much uh, virtue signaling from the room <laughs> saying, "I'm just like you." Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so when it was over, the professor and I got in a conversation. Because they were painting out everyone who voted for Trump as a racist bigot mm, and a sexist right. man, all those things. Now, I think that he is those things, but I'm not emotional about it. So I look at it a little bit different way. But they were trying to paint everyone that voted for that man as that. I have very good friends that voted for Trump, <laughs> and I can't stand their vote. And they know that I can't stand their vote, but they weren't uneducated people. Right. They were blue-collar people, that, and this is what I explained to the professor. I said, those people were very pissed-off, blue-collar, hard-working, come-from-poor-area people that are tired of seeing the same machine run every year. All right. they saw is they wanted to shake the tree no matter what it looked like and see what fell because we know what we get with the other ones, Hillary and the right. rest of them. You got right. a war machine, you did a thing. Now, how we how they went about it? You know what I mean? It's up for debate, but those were the foundation, in my opinion, of the people who voted for that that man, mm. that voted for Biff. Like that's those, they were educated people, but it wasn't about him. It was about them yeah. and the system and the way that it worked. Right. They were tired of it. Right. When I said that to the professor, the thing that broke my heart, he had never thought of it that way. Wow. And that was the problem. The problem was someone at a, in a, in a, in a and he, and he expressed to me, he's like, I think I'm going to have to change my course. Wow. I'm going to have to change my, the way that I deliver my class. Mm -hmm. Right. Because I, I didn't think of that. I didn't think right. of those people. Right. He was caught in the machine of propaganda that right. he was trying to warn people about. Right. Right. And if it can catch the smartest of us, it can catch you or I. Yeah. And that's right. where you have to leave emotion out and just think about what you're doing right. and find out the why. Listen to guys, scientists like Robert Sapolsky. Listen to minds like that that are smarter than us. Right. If we do that, I think we have a hope. If we don't, I don't think any of this is reversible. Yeah. It's like listen and, and let's discuss. Like let's talk about it. Let's let's not let's not hate each other at the end of this. Let's let's try to find mm -hmm. what we have in common. Yeah. Because the thing is, right. is that 
you can look at Trump supporters as, you know, bigots mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. misogynists, whatever you want to do. But the fact right. is, is that fucking um, that's the, the, the bus driver that takes your kids mm-hmm. to school. That's the teacher at mm-hmm. school. That's the that's your neighbor. Mm-hmm. That's that's, you know, your mm-hmm. friends. It's like, are right. you going to just cut all these people right. out of your life? And just talk to the people who agree with you, and, and, you know, like right. like we were saying, like that's how we got in this mess in the first place. Is we just ignored people and we pushed them into. Well, there's a there's a reason for that too, and yeah. and then when you dig a little deeper, you find guys like Stanley Milgram, which is a world renowned scientist. He was the one. Other scientists chastised him early on. I think it was in the in the sixties. No, it might have been the 70s, actually. Um, he did the experiment with uh, electroshock well, uh, yes, yes. Um, stuff. Yeah. So he's the guy that invented that. They made a movie on it, but the, but but um, they they made a movie on like the 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 experiment they did at Stanford, where it was underneath the library. They turned it into a prison, mm-hmm. and they made volunteers, students, be uh, guards or or you know or inmates. Right. And and within 36 hours, it just it got <laughs> fucking crazy. And people were, I mean, people, the 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 uh, guards were like violent to the inmates, like for real violent, mm-hmm. and like all these things. So there was that, but that's there was kind of like they missed a lot of points and they lied about a lot of stuff right. in the way they put that movie out. But there's a movie called the Ex- uh, I think it's called the Experiments, and I forget the gentleman's name. I'll send you the trailer for it. You can find the trailer Please on YouTube do. and watch the movie for free. But it was all about the human condition. See, he was a Jewish man, and and he was trying, which so was Robert Sapolsky, and he was trying to figure out why, uh, like good, like he was trying to f- find out, uh, you know, out a lot about like the human psyche and human behavior, and so because he was Jewish, he he was looking at the Holocaust. You know, what I mean, you had all. He's like, why did good German men that were just trying to provide for the family. Why did they do such horrific things to other human beings? Simply on the word of somebody convincing them mm-hmm, that right. they were less. Why? Why did they do that? And the human species and what they're capable of is very interesting. And Stanley Milgram goes into that. And every one of us is capable capable of of this those very same acts. Mm-hmm. It's embedded in you. Right. But it can change at the drop of a dime too. And that's where Robert Sapolsky comes in. And uh, it's just it's an interesting thing to look at, and you'll those two men in particular, like you would learn so much more about the why mm. if you just if people paid attention to to gentlemen like that. Yeah, uh, it, it's an interesting thing. Yeah, it is. It is an interesting thing to think about what what is it that motivates people for to power, and and what motivates people. I mean, just what motivates people in general. You know, what I mean, like what. What is motivating people to to uh, mm-hmm. to block people out, to shut people down? Mm-hmm. And obviously, there there there's good reasons behind it. But the main the main reason is to do the best they can for their family. Well, I think they're, that's what it should be. But I don't even when they're doing they're... horrible, like those German soldiers that were doing those terrible things, mm-hmm. they were at a job. Yeah, they were following orders. Right. When you take yeah. the emotion out and you're just at work and you're following an order, mm-hmm. you don't think of it the same way. And right. that's part of what they go in depth and why gotcha. genes and all these things go into 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 play. And so, um, those are still the root of why they did the things that they did, even horrific. It's like Robert Spolsky says, we you know we don't hate violence. We just hate the wrong kind. 
Mm. We applaud people right. for murdering other people and we give them medals. Yeah. But if right. it's in the wrong context, we want to see them hang. Right. Right. It's the wrong kind. That it's we we as a species are a miserable, volatile species <laughs> and a very confused one at that. And yeah. if we remember that, then you can start to progress. Yeah. You know. And I'm I'm I have no degrees or any of that. So. <laughs> So don't. So here's your uh, here's your uh, um, disclaimer. Like, don't believe shit that I say. Just go, go research yeah. some of these people that have PhDs that can yeah. guide you I, in a I, better way. Someone who else comes to mind is Jordan Peterson, who gets a lot of shit. Another guy, but um, another guy who who speaks on this kind of stuff and who 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 really emphasizes. Um, um, self-growth, taking care of yourself so you can be a strong rock for your community, mm-hmm. you know, and, and yeah. to, to look inward and shoulder your burden. is I love that phrase, shoulder your burden and fucking, you know, run at it and and improve yourself and clean your room, you know, these different tenants that he has in his book, which is, which is great. But mm-hmm. I know you gotta get, gotta get out of here, so mm-hmm. let's play. Do you yeah. mind playing like a couple rounds? It's quick. Let's do it. It's Okay, guys, it's game time! <laughs> I think I I think I played the last time we did this podcast was when I was driving from oh. where I now own where I now own my house. Yeah. I was driving from there back to San Diego. That's 17 dope. hour drive. <sighs> That's yeah. right. Yeah. And we, and we played one of these games, I remember. Okay, so the idea is how much does it cost on Craigslist? This is actually um this is actually <laughs> spawns yeah. from um this spawns from Caleb and in his podcast right. that he used to do. So uh, Caleb, yeah. Caleb used to be the the uh, the sidekick, and now he's well, now he's still mm. kicking down the side, baby. Hey, now I'm just chilling. Now I'm just chilling. <laughs> now now he's making hats. He's, uh, show, he's showing off them pots and pans back there. I'm just, hey, I'm telling you, I'm a cook. Bite. I'm a cook, brother. I just like to see what happens in the kitchen. You know. All right, all right. I'm gonna share the screen with you guys so you can see what's going on. Oh, uh, we sell the kit. Your son is work. He is priceless. Oh, yeah. Well, he's adorable. He's fucking awesome. <laughs> okay. You guys can see that now? You guys see the screen? Right. Okay. Right. Um, so we'll start with the Navajo painting. Here we go. So the idea of the game is it, it, it does it. You don't have to get it right on. You can go over the price. It's like the price is right, but you can go over. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. So, so right. we're just bidding on how much you think this costs. I'll read the description, and everyone at home can play. And we're going to be playing for um, some patches from our our wonderful guest and proprietor. We got uh, uh, we got I'd rather be home. We got a few. So uh, let's see, black. We got a bunch. Damn, of it's, pa- from, it's from Arizona. I already see that painting's from Arizona. It can't be worth much, man. It's too hot out there. <laughs> So it's we're too gonna, hot out there. For oh, this is one of my favorite ones. Epstein didn't kill my kill himself, which I kind of <laughs> I wanted to talk about that because that shit is getting awesome out there. Fight um, Island, Fight <laughs> Island, dude. That shit is getting crazy. Okay, here here we go. We'll go for we'll have Bowie Bart. We'll have David Bowie Bart, and we have Epstein didn't kill himself. And let's see one more. Um, and black. Since I saw in chat, Wallace, welcome to the chat. Thanks for hanging out, buddy. Our our, our mod Wallace. By the way, shout out to Ma- Wallace for for uh, being our new mod along with Rain and Mystique. Uh, black, and it has LA. So we're playing for these. We'll see if we can get all three of them out. We might not. And also, guys, if you're in another country, I don't know if I'll be able to afford to send it to you. <laughs> 
I, I, that's where the bit. That's where the bits come in. You man. know what? It's you know what? Good. You're right. You're right. If you're in another country, I don't give a shit. We're sending to you no matter what because you guys are beautiful. I was just at the <laughs> post office the other day. I was like, oh shit! I, I said something to um, to Canada and to uh, the Netherlands, and it costs like forty dollars for like two patches. Oh, and I was just like, damn. But you know what? I appreciate people coming and hanging out, so I don't mind doing that. It's just I can't do it too much. I can't do it too much, but we're doing it. I'm thank you for talking me through that, Matt. That was great. No I was, worries. I was gonna. I was gonna. I was gonna ruin the game for everybody. Okay, here we go. I'm gonna cover you guys up for a second. So this is a Fred Lucas painting. Whoever the fuck that is, drawing proud Navajo of Red Rock, Arizona artist. And now this is um. This is titled Native American Proud Navajo of Red Rock, Arizona Artist. Famous Arizona artist, painter, original drawing by Fred Lucas. Wow, they just keep saying original artist, 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 artist. This is out of Lakeside, California. So we're talking about San Diego. So you Damn, know, Lakeside in the house. So, you, <laughs> <laughs> so I'll, I'll, I'll zoom in for you guys to get a good picture. Go ahead and drop your whatever your guesses are in the chat. And we'll start with Matt. Matt, how much do you think this costs? I don't know if they kept saying original and they kept saying artists and knowing that they're from Lakeside, near they're a have not in a have area, uh, and they want to get out really badly. I would say that that painting is probably worth about one hundred and sixty dollars. Matt says one sixty k. What you got? Uh, let me see. Uh, uh, do a little uh, out. Make it out. I don't know how to fuck internet things. Um, yeah, I was just trying to see uh, the blank on the um, the price. Kind of like <laughs> the penis sensor. You know it's three inches or eight inches. Oh, oh look at him. Look at that strategy, son. Look at that strategy. I'm going to go to the three digits. Damn. Didn't even think Piggy back off of that and say like 140. One, Damn. One, 140,000? Yeah, 140. He's He's talking about big, big P energy right there. <laughs> big P. That's, that's, yeah, that's big P energy. Right? This is big. Got monster truck tires on his truck. That's what's happening. Motherfucker. Uh, anybody <laughs> else who wants to play, please drop whatever you think this costs in the chat. I'll give you a few more seconds here to to join in. If you want to win a patch from our sponsor, ModedStudios.com. <laughs> M O D E D S T U D I O S dot com. Go get yourself some, baby. Oh, mm. hey, so, hey, some of the, a hey, whispering glitter. This man, this person said eighty five dollars and seventy one cents. Whispering glitter is tight like the, that. How do you get seventy one? Because whispering glitter is tight. I'm telling you. I like it. I like it. I like the strategy of that. You got the over under. Eleven dollars. Over under. Uh, okay. All right, we're gonna we're gonna close off bidding, guys, because we because <laughs> Matt does have to go. Thank you, Wallace. Wallace says one twenty eight thirty four. That's a number play. He just threw that that rogue eight in there. It's supposed to be one two three four, but he just threw an eight in there for fun. Oh, oh he didn't give a shit. Wallace, nope. is, Wallace is no a beast. Shit. Wallace is a beast, son. All right. Uh, okay. So, actual retail price on Craigslist. Oh wait, I'm pr- grabbing the wrong mouse. I need my uh, I need my uh, drum roll effect back. Damn, the suspense is killing me. All man. right, actual retail price on Craigslist: fifteen thousand dollars. Um, well, 
it's Come. whoever is closest. So I think Reyna would take it because, Kay, you're like yeah. 140, son. Like, you're like way over. Yeah, that, had, that had to be a white person from Lakeside that did that thing. <laughs> that not, you know it is. It had to be. Had, they, Why are you selling on Craigslist? Ain't no one on Craigslist got 50. No, All right. no, they're hoping for that that one that one rich person oh, that's just decking out their loft. Like they're hoping for that rogue rich person. It's like, man, I'm gonna cruise Craigslist today. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm having a uh, uh, panic attack. Um, it's whoever is closest, so you can go over. Uh, I'm sorry if you might have missed the rules. You can go over as much as you want. It's just whoever is closest. So it's fifteen thousand dollars, and uh, right. you put down eleven dollars. So um, unfortunately, <laughs> you did not win Panic Tech. But I appreciate you following up. You know what I'm saying? Because that's important. You know, you can't be getting eleven. Get an eleven. That's like that's like a baker's dozen at thirteen. <laughs> you just. I love the comment though. The person was like, "I win." Like they might, they might be so stupid that they think I I win. Nice. Uh, I like the cop. Well, Wallace, Wallace, no, you did, Wallace. You back up. You put one twenty-eight thirty-four. You're playing games. <laughs> My bot is over here playing games. Back up. All right, all right. So, um, since since my mod won, um, we're gonna we gotta play one more just because I want somebody to win that's not my mod or Caleb because I'm not gonna send Caleb yeah. his patch back to him. Right. <laughs> but you're playing, motherfucker. So, all right, all right, guys. Uh, we're gonna do one more round of this so we can get Matt out of here so he's not late to his gig. Um, yeah, I'm got. It's four. It's four o'clock here. All right, all right. It's all good. Well, let's do. Uh, let's do this. We're doing. We're gonna blow through this. So this is a 1960s bronze sculpture, large bull, Isidor Bohala mint condition. I don't know what that. This is out of southeast yeah. Portland. So keep in mind. How, how big is that thing? Well, uh, it, it has 80 pounds. So uh, it's a bronze damn. sculpture. This piece is quite large and weighs nearly 80 pounds. Like all of his pieces of this artist, they are very simply titled. This one is titled Large Bull. I welcome a personal inspection of this superb bronze. And I'll get a, a, a big picture there so everyone can get a good look at uh, uh, Large Bull by whatever that guy's name is. Um, go ahead and throw your bids in the chat, and Matt, I will start with you again. What do you got for me, baby? All right, all right. Let's see. We're talking about Portland, so you got—I mean, people getting snatched up off the street, and they need to make money out there. So, <laughs> so we're gonna go. We're gonna go. Uh, this is 1960s. Goddamn, that's vintage. It's vintage. Um, I'm gonna go with. Oh man, this this thing's—it's way more than the painting. Is way more. Oh yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. I'm gonna go forty-three thousand. Ooh. Forty-three thousand dollars and maybe like seventeen euros. <laughs> like <laughs> may, may, maybe even a couple pesos in there. We're gonna throw like five pesos. pesos. So like. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna go. With, we're gonna. We're gonna go with forty-five thousand doll hairs. All right. That sounds really good. Fun. That sounds good. Okay. What you got? I'm gonna split that. Uh, I'm gonna go twenty thousand and uh, $69. <laughs> Damn, you should have went sixty-eight. No, you won. Hey, hey. <laughs> okay, <laughs> ten tacos. Wallace says it costs ten tacos. 
Hey, dude, you can't put a price on tacos. That's a trick. That's a trick comment right yeah, there. Yeah, you better back up, Wallace. Right? Talking shit. I take them tacos over that bronze boy any day. Right? I'm not eating a bronze boar, son. I'm eating a fucking taco. <laughs> it's like you know when push comes to shove, I don't need no goddamn bronze boar keeping me warm at night. Bro, we made we made some bomb tacos when I went down to San Diego a couple weeks back. Yeah, um, I hadn't been to the old Bonita house in a while, so like I went to see everybody and we did a social distance thing in the backyard. Oh, nice! But I went down to the local farmers market. Literally, it's called farmers market. That's how you know you're in the ghetto. We just trick people <laughs> to thinking it's something richer than it is. But they have the best like food, so we go down there and I bought. Um, I made. I made 12 pounds of pollo asado, Damn. and I made uh, I made eight pounds of carne asada and all fresh guacamole and oh, Damn, just murdered. Damn, now I want some. I'm hungry, dude. I'm hungry Fuck. too. When we're done with this, I'm about to go. Let's swear. sell that bull. Let's sell Let's that, sell bull, that bull, bull. Get some tacos, son. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Okay. All right. That 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 bit of banter was nice. That gave time. Anybody wants to get their last minute bids in? Go ahead. Um, I'll give you from the count of. 10 so we'll go 10 i'm not gonna <laughs> whispering count. glitter do whispering one glitter. two twelve thousand three hundred and forty five that's like a it's like a combination She's an out. idiot would put on his luggage yeah <laughs> now hey whispering glitter's tight yo she 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 yo she wins games too i see her in chat she'll be winning shit she don't play or she does play actually I yeah i'm her. a fan i'm a fan i'm a fan of every every uh, uh guesstimate so far hey man i love it all right guys so let us find out what the real price is so actual retail price on craigslist hold on i'm telling you i'm gonna get that fucking i'm gonna get that uh technology bro getting get you all right thirty five hundred dollars thirty five hundred dollars one penny off you know they call it murder. <laughs> it's murder. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just had too much fun. I love the playlist. I love it. Uh, okay. Um, so let's see who won. Uh, obviously, Matt didn't. And obviously, Kay didn't. Uh, Willow, did Willow win or did Panic win? Panic won. He was one cent off, yo. Oh, shit. Damn. Panic. Dude, I forgot that we used to have this thing where. Um, no, why, wait. You, man, he's from Oregon. This is not fair. He's from the area where the bull is from. Huh? I bet this motherfucker was looking it up online. Panic attack. Are you are you googling shit? Are you over there on the Google? Yeah, you you forgot, dude. This is the internet, bro. This is the internet. It's all good. I don't even care. The fact that he's here and played uh, is is good enough for me. Um, Go ahead, uh, Mod, if you could put the Discord in uh, the chat. And uh, if you guys, uh, um, uh, I, I'm having a panic attack. If you want to either, you can get up in the D and, uh, and DM me your address. Or you can whisper it to me. But uh, the mods will put the Discord down. Well, I'll just do it because they're not moving fast enough for my liking. So I'm just going to do it myself. And um, everybody... Uh, Give Matt a round of applause. He fucking fucking killed it. Um, thank you so much for coming back on the show, especially under these circumstances now that we're sort of in this uh, pandemic and you're killing it on Twitch. Um, I'm just, like, really, really excited to see what you're going to do next, man. And um, Caleb, obviously, this fucking hat is tight. People, <laughs> people love this fucking hat, by the way. People just can't get enough of this hat. Um, Radio. 
But uh, anyways, yeah. So thank you guys so much for coming on the show, hanging out, and uh, yeah, man. I'll definitely- hey, I appreciate I appreciate you having me on the show, and uh, and and I mean, I, I guess we should leave this on a happier note, Please. just because we talked a whole bunch of real shit like doing this thing, which always happens when you call me. So like, um, I, I mean, this is a hopeful time for like streamers and things like that. Yeah. So like, this is actually the opportunities that are being built we don't even know what they look like right now but there's people working i know personally that there's people working on some rad things that are coming but mm-hmm. it's a it's an exciting time like when i mean i know there's a lot of hate and confusion going on out there but there's some cool shit coming down the pipeline so yeah. we just hang tight and get involved and stay active um i think we'll be fine you know yeah me too man that that that's great great leaving words man everybody Matt Suarez, Caleb MCI, give them a round of applause. These motherfuckers are out here working for you, for the people, for the people. You You too, man. Definitely. Stay safe out there, huh? You too, man. All right, man. I'll talk to you guys later. Peace. Later, man. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Caleb. I really appreciate it. You can find Matt um, on the interwebs, on on Instagrams and uh, Facebook. I left some links in the show notes, so go and click around. Also, Caleb, thank you so much. Uh, And You can, of course, find Caleb's website, modedstudios.com, our proud sponsor, Moded Studios, where you can find all your favorite embroidered patches. And apparel. Modestudios.com. M-O-D-E-D-S-T-U-D-I-O-S.com. Go get yourself some, baby. Okay. Uh, yeah. So thanks a lot, Matt. I do appreciate it. And and go check out Matt's music. He has music on Spotify. I, I put all the links down there. Uh, his Twitch. Don't, don't forget about his Twitch. He likes to Twitch a lot. So we're hanging and banging. Okay. Thank you guys so much for listening in. I, I really appreciate it. You guys keep coming back. And it's always amazing to me. Uh, I we're, we're talking to a lot of music streamers right now, and I get you know maybe you've never heard of them, but I I feel like that this is important. This is important for me. It's important for people to understand where this is all going. And I think that I think I'm on the front lines of this. I honestly do, and I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but uh, it, it's just just circumstances you know you just find yourself in situations but i do think that we're kind of uh, i'm sort of covering stuff that's um you know before that actually pops off because i honestly see twitch blowing up into something just as big as youtube if not bigger because of the real interaction you get to have with people Uh, i know youtube has their own live streaming setup but i mean twitch is been one of the first and and they're the best i i I absolutely think that twitch is the best platform out there right now for streaming so i don't know i i've been having a great time talking to streamers and and learning about twitch and learning about technology 
I mean, this is just where I'm interested. This is my interest, and, and it's really where I take the podcast is wherever I'm interested. So I'm really happy you guys are sticking around, hanging out, getting new subscribers. That's wonderful. I I, complete, I love you guys. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for coming back and, and hanging out with me. We got some cool guests coming up, guys. We got, let's see, we got Risky Biscuits Band out of Atlanta, Georgia. They are a music streaming uh, band. They, uh, they were a cover band, or they are a cover band, but they switched their format to Twitch. I'm not sure how long they've been on, but uh, they, they were playing in the real world, and then pandemic, you know, and now they're on Twitch. So I, I'm very interested to talk to these guys as a band, like as a collective band to see, you know, because I, I do the cover band circuit, and... Um, it's a uh, it, it's it's weird out there. So, um, I, I'm just really curious on what they're doing. Uh, let's see who else we got. I'm talking to Dream On Music. She's another music streamer out of Los Angeles, California, and she is a singer songwriter. And she's fucking she's just cool. She's cool. She's just the the streaming homie. She's had a whole music career before Twitch. Um, so it, it, we have a lot to talk about. And then we're going to bring Bentley Michaels back on the show. I'm excited to get Bentley back in here. He is someone we like to talk to every once in a while. It's been like a yearly thing. I, I don't remember if we did one last year, but, um, you know, it's, it's been a yearly thing where me and Bentley just sort of catch up and, and we, and we do a podcast. So I love it. Bentley's cool as fuck. He has chaotic amateurs, which is a podcast. Uh, about Dungeons and Dragons, he does the 45th Parallel, which is a uh, a show about um, it's a show about uh, just the supernatural and um, you know alien sightings, ghosts, that kind of stuff. And I'm not sure if he's still doing the other podcast. He was doing another podcast, but um, Bentley was doing he was killing it up in Oregon. Uh, where is he out of? He's not out of Eugene, and he's not out of Portland. He's out of the capital, whatever the fuck the capital is of Oregon, which I'm not gonna look it up. But he was doing, he was killing it there. They were doing live podcasts, which is like my dream, which is basically what Twitch is. Twitch is basically fulfilling my dream of having live podcasts, except you don't have like a, a crowd reaction in a sense, like you don't hear people laughing or people being like gasping or what you know you don't have the drama of of that real life environment but it's still there it's still there um it, there's still like a, a, a awesome part of the chat that that is living and breathing and um i love it it's very cool okay guys that's it out of me uh randomistique.com go check it out she's streaming uh we speak english good.com write the show at we speak english good at gmail.com uh let me know how you're doing how, how we're doing i'm fucking hungry right now oh my god i'm so hungry i just got the largest hunger pang and i'm just gonna go drink water because it's seven in the morning and i'm not gonna be eating for another five hours so i'm just gonna drink water hopefully that cures my hunger which it won't it never does okay guys take care of your fellow human beings hjs for everybody i'll see you guys next week with sundancer sundancer is out of australia uh he's fucking his name is team team i love how they say things team his name is team but he goes by sundancer and um he's a very nice 
Slope. And um, I fucking, I, I've been having a great time getting to know him, getting to know his community, and getting to know him as a person. I'm a fan. I, I'm in his stream a lot. So that is who is coming on the show next Wednesday. We're not doubling up this week because I'm still in this video editing project that is just all consuming. So, okay, guys. Take care of your fellow human beings. HJ's for everybody. I love you guys. Be well. Be safe. See you next time.